0: Tribute to the phenomenal AJ Brimson this week, just for you, Ollie. Congratulations,
1: Ollie! You've made the finals lineup. Well done. How good? Yeah. Well, I was about to say how good's AJ Brimson. He was alright. not too bad. I think he's busy in November. Confirmed. So, yeah. so the uh, ex-coach said. But anyway, yeah. I mean, we're uh, unless Wayne Bennett doesn't think he's good enough.
0: Um, I guess we've got to keep you in the finals lineup now. You've, made it, you've got us you. here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So I suppose you're back again. Um,
1: Sonny Bill come back towards the end of the year and play yeah. finals. What's going on? Not much. I'm not on the drink tonight because got a driving lesson tomorrow. Figured, in half an hour. <laughs> well, I was going to say I figured. <laughs> I figured I'm 20 years old now, so I might as well get get my peas. Good job. Probably not a bad idea. <laughs> that gives us another two years of. Um
0: on the piss at the pubs doing this show, and it's good. Yep. Um,
2: how are you, David? Yeah, killing it, mate. The little one's birthday today, so massive day at work, and so I flogged myself so I could get home and spend a couple of hours with her before that she went to hands. bed, but settle down. You're a filthy, <laughs> filthy human being. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's big footy day. and frothy, You're everyone. Froth. Hello.
0: Oh, yeah, talk, keep talking. No, no, go. Okay you off, you do your See stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Go.
2: Nah, got nothing. Wow. Got nothing. Had a good day with the little one. Yeah, that's what it's all about, really, isn't it?
0: Absolutely. Uh, it is the 30th of September, footy and frothies. Uh, finals time's upon us. So the round prop is over. Some of these garbage teams don't have to talk about anymore, which is good. Uh, I'm going to bag two of them, though, so that's what I'm excited for.
2: Um, <laughs> you don't mind bagging some <laughs> footy teams, do you? I has Yeah,
0: why not? Um where are we starting? Should we do a review? Yep, go straight in. No, let's day. do round twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, oh, any other news out of the week? We'll do the news later. But anything else before we get to that? Not Apparently,
2: really? Kevy can't coach because he's got a job next year. Yeah, got <laughs> to be coaching Origin. Work that out. A bit of a weird one. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's go to
0: Thursday night, and we'll talk about that. Broncos sixteen, Cowboys thirty-two. Uh, Broncos, you could have got four dollars fifty in about the fifteen-minute mark for, for the Cowboys. I was 12 and no. when I was running to the EBT, as I was going to get, go, because I'd get money out. Uh, by the time I got to the ATM and then back to the EBT, they'd scored twice so <laughs> I was <just> like <laughs> oh well, that was the end <laughs> of that dream um, Yeah, it was uh, an ugly watch for the last 20 minutes for the Broncos who were probably happy to get out of there
2: by the end of the year. Um, do some stats David. Yeah, three tries to six, um, Kyle Felt with a hat trick good way to finish off the year uh, 74% completion for Brisbane, 80% for the Cowboys, the line breaks were 6-4 to four to the Broncos, tackle bus 19-15, to 15. offloads 3-6, to six. Uh, Cowboys leading that stat tackles were 365 to 344, six penalties conceded by Brisbane, four by the Cowboys. Thirteen errors to 11. Top tacklers were Carrigan with 54 and Cotter with 42. Uh, Carrigan with 189 meters and Tomalolo back with
3: 249
2: meters. Yeah. Yeah. Any? Did you watch the game, Ollie? Did you see much? Of it? Yeah,
1: I watched the game. Um, I was a bit nervous at the start because. Uh, I did want Brisbane to get the spoon and not only because it's Brisbane but because I feel like they deserve it more than than the Bulldogs um, but in the end I think the Cowboys were pretty much just the better side, it's the same story all year, Brisbane just aren't really put together, they've got pieces but they're just not together in the puzzle and the North Queensland Cowboys aside who hasn't been very good at all this year w- were able to put it together for this game and get it done in the end, Kyle Felt scoring a hat trick probably thought he Secured um, top try scorer for for the year at that point I was probably feeling pretty happy, but um, yeah, there's not too much to say. That the Cowboys came back, they done it in the end, and the Broncos just were not. It's it, just the same as all year. I mean, I'll get into the Broncos a little bit later with my slap when we get to salute and slap. But um, yeah, it, it just appalling. Remember when you used to slap Madge, and
0: now he's. <laughs> Yeah, like we could have slapped Broncos that many times in the last since Madge left.
2: I missed, I missed the supercoach points actually. Carrigan with 74, Boyd with 58, Holmes with 104, and Felt with 103. Uh, 15 minutes, the Broncos actually looked like they were a half decent football team. Bit of soft defence at the beginning there from the Cowboys helped that. Um, Stag's injury again, Num- number six get busted again within 10 or 15 minutes of starting the game, which, um, yeah, it's going to throw your attack out. Um, the Broncos bench like sucked hard. They were horrible. The bench players coming on for Brisbane and the cows weren't that much better, to be honest. Um, Fidel had an absolute shocker. I think he made about 10 mistakes in the first 25 minutes. Um, Yep. uh, Cowboys forwards won the battle there, and the halves were... Weren't too bad, actually, for the Cowboys. Uh, but, uh, obviously, Dearden, there was no other options apart from Dearden, and the Cowboys just zeroed in on him and gave him no time, no space, and um, that, that was the end of the Brisbane attack for the night. Um, Cowboys were, yeah, good in patches. Um, as you said, it was a bit of hard watch at, at points in that yeah. game. But um, Holmes did some nice things, had some very nice touches, especially towards the back end of the game when the, the game was there to be won. Um, but yeah, other than that, and it was, it was um, Darius Boyd decided to steal the show at the end of the day. There, yeah, I don't uh, know what that was all about.
0: I know there was outrage about it, but like by this stage, it just, like, does uh, <laughs> not really care? Like, it, it, like it,
1: it, the thing is, too, he's like just I, uh, oh, been, been I don't care. I don't care. Supporters for supporters, uh,
2: would have absolutely hated it, mate. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. the worst time the clubs ever had, and then he's, he's out there. Uh, uh, yes, I, I suggest just turn you know, you know, but Like, it, like I, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't yeah, upset by it, but I'm not a Brisbane yeah.
1: And the, the thing is, I can kind of understand a bit of outrage if it was another player, but he's retired. That's it. He's not coming back next year. So let's yeah. just do this thing to send him off a 300-game player, premiership winner, a Clive Churchill medal winner, so-on-so, forth. that player. Just give him something. And his teammates oh, seem to enjoy only it. Only undefeated
0: so. player ever to play for Australia. Yep. Undefeated yeah, there's a stat. Yeah. You, you could argue. Never, that. never lost a game for Australia. I think it was 23 or 26
1: tests. I've seen arguments even to this day that he probably should have. I don't necessarily agree. I mean, I was 10 when it happened, but the year 2010 when Todd Carney won the Dahlia medal, Boyd was close, and I think a lot of people thought Boyd probably should have won it that year. So he, he, he was a class player. He was right up the top there for quite
2: a long time. Um, the last couple of years, couple of years has obviously put a bit of a tarnish
0: on his um And his then legacy, the, uh, the clamping onto Bennett like a yeah. <laughs> barnacle was probably tarnished it there for uh, well I mean, you know, he ended up well, it's a smart thing to do, but to that was part it's of, where,
2: he, dragons it, where he, plays, and, yeah. he, he
1: plays his best footy under Bennett. I think he showed, so he did what was best for his career. I oh, guess
0: end of you could say. You don't to do what he's done. There's not many in the game to have. Yeah. Um, we probably can leave it at that for Darius. You get much else out of the game yourself, Doug? um No, I didn't. I missed uh, probably about a twenty minute chunk there because I was uh, in transit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Val was pretty much their best. More or less. the. Brisbane, Fords, Carrigan's just a shining light. Yep. And um, I think Bank I just, I just think they're happy to... Well, I think it's so obvious. you should always yeah. be captain. Um, uh, let me just think about what I wrote about the Cowboys. Um,
2: Drinkwater and Holmes could be something next year. Yeah, we talked Put about it about last together. week. The,
0: the combination's good. Uh, if they chime at the right time, probably lets Holmes play more direct and then Drinkwater plays the sort of bomb balls. Um... And they've got something something there. Is Clifford still sticking around?
1: Yes, yeah, for the nec- next he's off, he's off contract in November, year, yeah. so he can, he can negotiate with
0: other clubs. They probably November. do need they, – they're obviously rebuilding, but um, they probably need another big body as well, and they probably need a mm. – well, obviously ball Cooper player, going, yeah. but they need a ball-playing maybe back row as well. Yep, and um, a
1: big boy. You look at fit
0: Tom Lolo. You know, Tom Lolo have six weeks, six months off now. And
1: you look at the Cowboys this year, though, I'd argue even compared to last year, they look a bit better in the sense that – they're not losing by a lot. No. They're in games. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and so they lost. They had no
0: time left. for, what? Okay. Ten rounds, and they had no home. And when they're all on the field and fit, um, that's a different team. They're not far away. Well, here's the they're,
1: thing. I'm not saying they're a top eight uh, team. And I know we are all, uh, all fit. They uh, do need. We may
0: as well. because There's no point trying not to. But for some reason, when I've looked at all these games, it's sort of through the spectrum of next year. And I think maybe that's just yeah. intrinsic of what you do. So that's probably what I'm more thinking this round. Um, which is sort of... Which, as I was just writing notes, it just that was the way I was thinking about it all. And I don't know if that's well, the right got thing. B- or.
2: Brisbane's got to build their team around Dearden. He's looked he's look like the yeah. only um, constructive half that they've got. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you pencil him in for seven. And then you've got Carrie and you get, uh, you you get Flegler six. back,
0: uh, who helps. And teams. they're going to need a fullback. You need, there's issues there, because... They're losing their best, pro- their best their Over the best, the whole force. Yeah,
2: we'll pull it right apart. And we'll yeah, so put two or three teams each week.
0: We'll save we'll week, save, um, we'll save some of that. Go as far
2: in as we can. But.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. No, not much to add apart from that. Kyle felt uh, I've I've to speak him every week. He's, He's a great finisher. He deserves – and he probably will be now for injuries. He deserves to be
2: the Queensland winner. Uh, he's um, apparently going for groin surgery, isn't he? Oh no, he's, he's out. Sorry, tell him. Yeah, you're right. He's and out. Don't he be picked. Holmes,
1: Holmes. might miss game one. Yes. Suspended. No, it's, a a official. it's official. No, it's yeah, official. Yeah. guilty.
0: So he'll miss game one. So Brimson's
1: uh, got to be like. Yeah.
0: like yeah. I think he plays centre. I think he's you knew, centre he's there, Toby turbo yeah. Either way, I think. Uh, Depends who else you got. That's for next week as well. Uh Titans thirty six knights six. Um I can do about this one because the knights were awful. They were bad, bad, bad. There was not a like what can I take out of that? Um Kurt Mahn Kurt uh Kurt Mahn. Kurt <laughs> Kurt Mahn. Ma- <laughs> uh tries hard and in. um yeah. Barnett ripped in for a bit there. Other than that, like Pierce is I don't know what he's doing he's like, he's not even a
2: shepherd that lost his flock, I don't do, know what he is. Um, slaps and salutes all together, or do we oh, <laughs> do we yeah, yeah. in? With oh, <laughs> <laughs> <man. I> just, <laughs> these <laughs> days I'm just a slapping machine, let's do it now, right? <laughs> <now, laughs> uh. No, no. He was my slap of the year last week, so. So we got you Titans got at 80% completion, 74% for the Knights. Uh, nine line breaks to two to the Titans. Tackle bus 34 to 20, offloads 10 to 9. 294 tackles played 375, so a fair bit more defence there for the Knights, but if if you keep turning over the ball and making stupid decisions, that'll happen. Two penalties conceded by the Titans, six by the Knights, 10 errors apiece. Uh, Stone with 37 tackles, Men with 57. AJ with 212 metres and Bradman Best with a pretty good showing with 164 metres. Did as good as he could. Uh, Kelly with 113 super cage points. AJ with 90. Matautio with 65 and Mann with 63. Um. Yeah, my pop plan of the week was Mitchell Pearce. I know Ollie's been waiting for it, and <laughs> I've been thinking about it. He wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't the worst this weekend by far, but the bloke's just not interested. He's, he's but not even when like they involved. had they had chances when before they got away from
0: him, and there's a few times you go they had enough momentum that you just started to go. All oh, right, times have had their dash here, okay. and the Edge was just it was like they pulled the trigger and dust came out. There was nothing there. I don't know what his plan is. That um kick wide back to the centre doesn't work the kick and then he kicks or he kicks across the goals the other way it doesn't work.
2: He had four runs one tackle bust for 34 metres he missed eight tackles and an error like he wasn't the worst but he's just not getting involved and it's hurting everybody else that's in the um, you know the rest of their well, spine can't do anything. Lino's
0: got no chance the but the to look like a pop mate because he's not what is he supposed to do. Uh, he had a few decent touches actually he's, he's sort of short kicking he's not the worst.
2: And if you could teach but... a pop plant to kick the ball that'd be Mitchell <laughs> Pierce. you could just call it Mitchell Pierce. Yeah. No. Yeah, um, but let's talk about the positives
0: What um, do you like about the Titans? You watch them, they're crisp I like the way they played I like the way Ash Taylor's playing He's playing It's like the pressure's off him now He's just running the ball when he wants to Kicking where he wants to When he doesn't need to He doesn't get involved every set He just gets involved when he has to I like Brian Kelly as, you know, How strong is he? He looks like a super centre actually and uh, forward. yeah, I, I did flag that early in the year. Uh, I'll take credit for that one as well. Um, and an AJ, look, that one man try was just phenomenal, yeah. and the other one was uh outstanding as well. It's just um, just p- pace to burn and explosive pace. How it shows how good it
2: is in, in the game. New, yeah. Newcastle forwards got absolutely smacked. I was going to, and I think like, what about Tardier that? and Clemmer were the only two that really were half decent in that forward pack, but then even, every
0: time, but then not only so, even the sets they tried, just one of the safe easy just drop it
2: man tried fucking tried his guts out um, yeah, AJ fucking Brimson man he turned Ponga inside out old yeah. Pong Ponga a couple of times just <laughs> stood him up on the spot yeah. stepped him three times in the one movement and then ran past him um, Kelly yeah Kelly and Brimson were just playing games with the outside backs for the nights um, Titans forwards absolutely killed it Uh the the benches the bench was poor from uh, for, from the night, so they just had no go forward whatsoever um, Fogarty just did his job again, but he was a little bit quieter than normal. Um, it wasn't a game for him, though, either. I think when you're
0: doing it, like, like you let the flamboyance yeah. go then. But uh, and it could it have been... Was... Like, if some of Taylor stuff sticks, oh. it could be 50. Oh, he just yeah. missed uh, a yeah. 40-20. Just me... He had the one on back on his... I think someone kicked back to him and just bounced out. There's a few things like that. And it was the,
2: basically the Titans
0: versus Ponga. Because like, yeah.
2: there was nothing... No attack yeah. coming from Newcastle whatsoever except for Ponga. And he tried his guts out, but he was just... He had no option. And one-on-one, he does get no. stood up a little bit. Yeah, he's, in, um, his defence is defense. a bit ordinary occasionally.
0: But, but it's hard to blame him for that in those situations, but... There's what about the footwork and the speed man? AJ my yeah. oh, God. Well that that second one where you just what you beat four blokes? Yeah. And then back through and then did Ponga just uh <laughs> just was the wrong foot 2
2: square meters and, and, and beat four blocks um,
1: it's just really entertaining football to watch i mean trying to not be biased and <laughs> be biased. not get all excited get amongst them, we'll mate. Come on, it Come on! up have you listened to this show if round? this was a if this was a regular 25 round season i'm confident that the titans get in over Cronulla <laughs> and or newcastle the maybe the warriors as well. <laughs> <laughs> as well like oh no doubt no they're doubt they're just playing really
0: good footy and because but the thing is and there's actually a strong argument it's been—I know—it comes up every year, so it's sort of boring. But really, it should be a top five now. Like, there's three teams there that shouldn't be there.
1: It, um, it, it's the money, though. Like, it, it should be, but it won't.
2: It, yeah, they have to. They'll never f- get back to it. Yeah, yeah. it's just too many games. Um,
1: advertising money. Unless yeah. they can find a way to do a five-team final series and still get—I don't know—ten odd Best games of three out or of something the final for the first well, There's
0: games. two teams there that you just that can't win on, on uh, the old weights and, and even if they do
2: win one game, they're not going to win the second. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if and then there's one there that's... I, gonna... I'm
0: still saying Paris under sufferance, so... Yeah.
2: And, and the thing is, too, people... But they lo- finished third, so, you know, that
1: yeah. People like to point out the 2009 Eel side and the 2017 Cowboys side, but that's, what, twice in... Yeah, but which one of the bottom eight's
2: running like that at
1: the moment? Well, exactly. It's got to be – and the thing with with Parramatta especially – But they're on and off as well. It's got to be a hot run into the finals. Continue that. Yeah, absolutely. But then when Parra got to the grand final, they lost against a far superior Melbourne side – the Cowboys up against Melbourne in 2017 got absolutely walloped I mean 2010 Tigers
0: are on the same track and they lost that semi as well similar story no
1: we might have finished they, fourth they, were, to- uh,
0: they we were, finished third before, were third Titans were fourth yeah sorry yeah. Um, it was 09 uh, both teams are hot and Para beat us. Hain beat us at the ANZ in round 26 so, yeah, Even the year, the
2: sharks won it. They were probably lucky to get past Canberra. That they, no, they came off their big run and well, then were lucky to get past Canberra and then yeah, it toughed enough, it out in the grand final.
1: Parramatta Par- Par- are pretty much in the exact same predicament that Sharkslide were in. Third had a big run in the big winning streak in the season, had a pour into the year, then just clicks come. Yeah, fly but sharks
2: only dropped like three weeks. parra has uh, been yeah, pretty I, ordinary I, I'm, for not, about I, I'm not. am <laughs> saying. So, I'm not saying
1: it's going to happen. No, again. The only thing you
2: will say. At end of the day Paro
0: are still winning what? yes so like you got they're playing absolute absolute horse shit and I don't think they can play better so but end of the day you got to say when they win whatever was that and night out of the last 10 yeah, but eight, they're still winning And but it, I'm going to bag them soon so yeah, <laughs> we'll save that anything else from this game go on go on say uh, stuff uh, the titans, the Titans are, are <laughs> how, good amazing. You, how good are your front row is it good well, as well thing, you guys pretty much covered it even <laughs> rock <Proctor laughs> look rusty he about to hang
1: on he's Rain on. had a good game yeah he did um, yeah, he'll been, be uh, is um, he'll be handy to pick up for Catalans next year. well one <laughs> loss that I'm pretty upset about is young Tonno Pia, but even then he's probably going to get a bigger deal apparently he's got interest from the Dragon Melbourne. Um,
2: so hopefully He, he might be the,
0: the one that um, comes in for out car.
2: We'd slot into the series yeah. or a wing in a lot of sides. Yeah, I think he Especially can. off his form. I think he
1: can play second row even. He has before, a couple I think, of years from for the Melbourne.
0: Up, mm. but you watch that pretty Christian. Yeah. And obviously, and it was spruced from the start, and Trev did say that, that Holbrook can coach. It's pretty clear yeah. Holbrook can coach, and it's pretty clear they're going to be a – I'm not going to say Stu like top four, but they're a top eight team next year.
2: Uh, I'm not... Got to uh, go close. Uh, that, that's definitely their goal. When you
0: when you look seriously that two teams there this year are going to be worse next year, three teams outside the top eight are
2: going to be worse next year. If Titans finish any lower than 10th next year, that's a fail. Well, that's I, a fail. Imagine. I
1: feel like it'll be ninth or 10th. I, I, feel, I feel like they'll improve in a longer season, but <laughs> they'll be there about maybe within How important does
0: reserve grade become next year?
1: Reserve grade's Very massive important. next year because it, it'll be back next there
0: has year. been none all year. Obviously, mm-hmm. hopefully the bubble's gone. If we touch wood, the bubble will be gone by then anyway. Yep. but we've had no a year of no reserve grade, so you got all these kids that have been sitting there for a year. That would, I reckon, that would have been what, let's say, twenty kids would have played a lot more first grade if there was a reserve grade because teams needed them. It's
2: going to hurt, some but they're picking off names. Some of the young blokes next year, yeah. Considering they've had a, basically had a year off, you
0: and the irony that is, um, so like someone like um, a Josh Reynolds could have been playing a carving up reserve grade. he probably gets a contract somewhere else
2: yeah.
0: Um or True. if there's a reserve grade Luke Brooks spends more time down there or a um, Matt Moylan wins it for Newtown or Matt Moylan so. wins or Billy Magulli is is red hot yeah, all so, year yeah, reserve so. grade and then you've got clubs chasing him so the pressure's back on Sharks to put him back in there mm-hmm. but it's just been such a, a holding year you know probably the worst year ever to really start a footy podcast but hey we got there Um any final words here no, not really not for me. Well, we got plenty to talk about here. Bunnies sixty, roosters eight. The Cody Walker show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Would well, it end up a super coach record score?
2: Yes, two hundred and two, two hundred and three. So you got points. up, we even got yes. upgraded. So got, tell yeah, us about over it. Over the top. Um, yeah. Uh, what was it for? Ten tries to two. Johnson with five tries. Walker with a double. Eighty-four percent completion for Souths and sixty-six percent for the Roosters. Now uh, eleven line breaks to five. Twenty-two tackle busts to thirteen. Eight offloads to 14. Uh, 245 tackles played, 445 tackles. <laughs> 200 extra tackles. I don't care who you are. You're not winning that game. You probably shouldn't get beaten by 50. But And I don't care who you I'm are. Winning that game. That's a hard rebound factor, man. Oh, fuck yeah. They're going to be tired. Absolutely. That's a hard – but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, penalties one to Souths and six conceded by the Roosters. Errors were 10 to 11. Uh, Murray with 38 tackles. Weiria Hargraves with 58. Allen with 181 metres and Tedesco with 234. Uh, Walker with 203 supercoach points, new record, as you mentioned. Johnson with 149 with five tries. So he didn't get much involvement apart from scoring tries, but that's only really one out of He didn't have much involvement in one of those tries <laughs> either. <so. laughs> and uh, Teddy with 67 points and Hargraves with 66. Fucking week's a long, a long time in rugby league. Isn't a it? week
0: is a long time. So you go first, but, um Go talk about the bunnies first. We'll talk about bunnies first before we cast our eye back, or have you got the way around?
2: Oh, the first ten minutes look like the... It was going to go the other way. Yeah. the Roosters look red hot in that first ten. It's funny. Minutes. I actually started uh, uh, by that,
0: by the ten minutes that I had already started in my mind, thinking what else was on the other channels. Because <laughs> I thought once here we go, once this breaks, it'll be all over. But
2: Walker started yeah. running, uh, breaking the line at will, basically, and Corey Allen followed him around as his little lap dog. And Corey Allen, that was the best game I think that bloke's ever played in his oh, life. Yep. He was um, tremendous. Um, that attacking structure made. Well, I mentioned it a couple of games ago when they. Towed up manly, and they towed up Newcastle. When the when Walker decides to go, he has three blokes going with him. Yep. He's got the inside line, outside line, and the sweep play out the back, and it just confuses the fuck out of defenses. They start, they go straight back on their heels and go fuck where they're going. They're coming inside. They're going outside, and it showed up Moz who's okay, he was. He's basically been the best defensive center now, for how long? Five, ten years. Yeah. Now, and look. he was on his heels for the majority oh. of the night, going, "What the hell is going on here?" I, I think because um, did he he
0: Bennett's press conference? I yeah. stayed up sticking around. He was actually all right, but he just basically sat and laughed. Um, but you watch him sit back and chuckle about how Cody Walker plays. I think it's a little bit of – I don't think he coaches – he said that he doesn't. But I think what Alan does is sort of intrinsic. Well, I th- I think Walker says, mate, follow me. Yep. I've got some crumb. I'll give something for you in a sec because Ben just. I think it's a
2: little bit more coach than people think. They all yeah, say yeah. it's eyes up and blah blah blah. But just the way they run the lines off, yeah. him, they, basically, he's their trigger. As soon as he goes, yeah, it's all right. Three of us are going with him. Yeah. But every time he goes, if it's not three, there's at least two. There's one on either side of him going with him, and it's just inside-outside options, and defences have got to make decisions. Yeah. You force defences to make decisions, and generally the second rowers make bad ones, yeah. and the halves make bad ones, and then the centres are trying to cover, and, yeah, it ends up the mess that ended up on the outside edges of the Roosters on, um, what was it, Friday night? Like it, They just got torn. It's to shreds. shreds. Uh Well, I actually watched the
1: highlights of this one. During the game, I was actually out with some friends, and one of my mates came late and goes, "Oh, how about the the bunnies flogging the roosters?" I thought, "Ha ha, you absolute idiot!" Whatever. <laughs> Whipped my phone out. I, I nearly had a heart attack. Um, but on watching the the highlights, I mean, Corey Allen again. I've sung his praises the past few weeks. Come November 1st, he will have people knocking, on, teams knocking on his door because he's a first-grade player. Whether you want to play him on the wing or the or at fullback, he's a fullback. Um, But whether you want to use him on the wing, I mean, he he will have suitors for 2022, possibly if he can get a release for 2021, because they've just got great depth, great players from the one to five when they're all fit, so...
0: And yeah, some sad news today is, um, yeah, they re-signed Syrian today as well, so... Oh, so should,
1: Stephen Masters as well, Masters. Who, who's another <laughs> depth player. Big, which, strong ball runner, yeah. Rider, yeah. I, I feel like Allen will be over him, but he, he will still be that second string for the one to five. Maybe he's happy to be that player. He, he will get some games because there will be injuries, but I feel like... And they're going to have a better forward pack next year too. That is true. I feel like after after 2021, he will have to end up somewhere else. But from the highlights, I mean... There's not too much to say. Rabbitohs um, just absolutely carved the them. The bunnies up. forwards would
0: match. They, they were just as. Good. I know it's easier when they're four more tackles. They got it? on they, top. They, they, um, they well, just after that first ten minute period, they really started giving it to them. I know it probably showed up a little bit the depths of the East Fords, when you spruok how much depth they've got in real Adelaide. Maybe they don't, and um, and obviously uh, maybe uh, it's catching a little bit of sunny uh, when it's like that as well. But I thought all their Fords are good.
2: Uh, I think um, Sonny was under clear instructions just to play in the middle again, which um, he did. Um, We're trying to get him that little bit fitter, I think. they will let him play a bit of ball with, like he did a couple of weeks ago. Everyone, like, social media is a fucking cesspool, isn't it? Like, they're just absolutely ripping into Sonny Bill Williams. And I'm sort of like, man, did you watch the way he was no. played? He wasn't allowed to go and try and set stuff up and yeah. play offloads and stuff. He was told, just go and do the grunt work up yeah. the middle. And that's what he did. Like, don't be surprised if he comes out and sets up a try or two, like, next week or the week after. Yeah. and now starts running at um, small halves on the edges. Yeah. Now, I know,
0: like they, the way they carved up the edges. Does like Mar- would, Mar- would, Mar- would Morris have made a difference? Yes. Yeah, they no, would yeah, yeah, so have, but when been it won
2: a, by sixty, like yeah, yeah. it's, it's there's not a turnaround that much there. of a difference. But when you got so. Orbison and um, Beekavalu, just was yeah, gear in the seven. headlights, yeah. and, and <laughs> it didn't help. Um, J moz inside him, with, uh, sorry, Orbo inside him, and yeah. Orbo's not a center, and you know, like he, he always does a job, but now it's especially defensive spot yeah, in yeah. your centers, like because you make that half, you're half a step too late, they're gone, and it's yeah, it's dry. And now the next
0: concern is that. Albo's what, 34, Morris, 34. Yep. We've talk, everyone's told how their forward pack is. They've had to make 200, 400 tackles last week. They've had to make 400 tackles in, what, five years? <laughs> um, at least not three. Yeah. That's a, and, and on the backups, a tough, tough, tough thing now for a team that was busted half the year They
2: anyway. did freshen up a couple of blokes, which um, hopefully will um, help the help them a little bit. Yeah. A bit of energy in the legs. And um, obviously... This week coming is a completely different you know, thing. will a preview, a but competition, uh, there's – yeah, I'm starting to just um,
0: lean towards uh, – well, when, when
2: they get it right, they look awesome. But um, the thing with them, they've been a bit of a yo-yo over the last six to eight weeks. They win by 20, lose by 30, win by 40, lose by 20. Uh, you know. Yeah,
0: I think the rigid structure – and against teams that they can play unstructured, and I think a rigid structure team might trouble them. Not not this week though, so I'll have another it's week. It's going to be
2: interesting to see how defenses whether the defenses are going to start trying to jam Cody from the centers, or whether they're going to uh, pull back and let him come and sort of try and hold him.
0: But yeah, maybe that's the way to play because there's not a there is but there's not a lot of experience firepower out wider.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, Reynolds just doesn't doesn't get involved when they're hot. Reynolds sort of just makes sure he gets the ball.
1: Well, it Reynolds has looked good the past.
0: The kicking's been good. The you know, control is very well. Yeah. That's right. But when he, he doesn't, for, from yeah, he's not the focal point. So if you make him the focal point, I think that's where they've struggled in those couple of games where dogs sort of did it and. Um, Tigers did it, but a bit too late. They'd already given up the lead.
1: Well, since the Indigenous round right up until a couple of weeks ago, Reynolds was playing really good, but he sort of dropped back to that lack of form he had in the first 10 weeks, which is a bit concerning. But it, I guess it shows at least come finals time he could.
2: But if Cody's running like that, all he needs to do is kick to the corners and uh, get repeat sets when yeah, they're yeah. in good position. So, so, over a week, week there. Um, yeah, and else out uh, of this game? I was um, quite disappointed in the Roosters forwards. I don't expect them to play that bad again during the finals, but we'll see what happens. Mm. Yeah, and they've had
0: big campaigns as well, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And we had to Saturday night where uh, it's a different tune here. The, Pan- the Panthers had the training run, 42-0 over the Dogs. Mm-hmm. Um tell us some statty stuff.
2: The dogs completed again, which they've done pretty well most of the year, but as we've mentioned so many times the attack is um yeah, popgun at best. 83% completion for the dogs, 76 for the Panthers. Zero line breaks to the dogs to six for the Penrith. Uh, 16 tackle busts to 37. Offloads were 9 to 6. 370 tackles played 362. Four penalties conceded by the Bulldogs and three by Penrith. Ten errors to nine. Uh, Top tacklers were uh, Smith with 43 and Appy with 44. Thompson with 173 metres and... Uh, Laurie with two hundred and fifteen meters, and a pretty decent uh, game from, first considering it was his first game of the year. Uh, Luke Thompson with sixty six super coach points. Josh Jackson with fifty six. Luai with one hundred and seven, and Cape Will with eighty three. Um, yeah, Panthers went through it pretty much sixty to seventy percent. I think they kept a fair bit in the tank. Yep, did it easy. They um, yeah, we'll just
0: what. 20 minutes ago it was 26 nil or something and um, yeah, they just put the ice in the cake at the end uh, you can't really say much, they rested, they need to rest they got what they needed to do out of the game uh, no one got hurt, it was very impressive, they were crisp there's now an element of uh, I'm a believer in that I've become a, a believer in them more so probably the last couple of weeks just in that there's that I said it a few weeks ago, um, it's the old Peter Moody trading method like it doesn't matter who you beat if you beat them well enough for long enough you believe it doesn't matter who you play yep. Um, yep. and I think they're getting to that point like, it, it, at least in that team which is the most important thing they'll believe they could beat anyone and that's what we can say, they're fit, they're fresh, um, no one at what's the average age of 22, no one's there, uh, apart from Tamo, no one's carrying tired legs and he's at his rest.
2: And just the attitude, every time they do, anybody does anything good, there's seven blokes yeah. around him within a minute, you And know it's what not I And mean?
0: it's not the false bravado that uh, Parramatta do, it's the,
3: and,
0: uh, it seems genuine and, and they've all grown up playing foot together and they, what, eight of them played, played foot together, um,
2: they're the real deal to me. The um, majority of the dogs forwards defended okay. Um, the back line got carved up. There's they've just got no impact in attack. Lou just scares absolute shit out of defenses when he yep. starts when he decides he's gonna start running the ball. Um, and then yeah, he starts dancing around and then gives it to a big strong outside back who Goes and um, yeah, yeah put
0: the the scores yeah. points and. Um, but you know what he's in, and I, I've, I've spruiked him for six weeks now. But uh, he's mastered the, ty- the, the the when more than um, what he's trying to do. Yep. He waits for the he time. He knows exactly what he's got to do.
2: Yeah, it's just yeah that he goes, timing. He is... goes, I
0: don't need to touch this ball for the first bit, and it's neat. This is Nathan's job, and then it'll be my job soon, and it's. Um, Great tour, i love watching them play, given that. Um, I won't tell a lot of people that drink here that, but uh, yeah,
1: yeah um, good on them, uh, it's good for the local community, all that sort of jingo. Um that uh, that first 30-odd 30, 30 minutes was a pretty good game, though. Although Penrith had them up in the end, it was 6-0. Yeah. Uh, Pen- I think Penrith scored them, what, the sixth minute and then the 31st. So there yeah. was a wild there where the Dogs really looked in. I think they might have even had a disallowed try. Um, and I was starting to think, I never thought the Bulldogs were going to win, but they did look really good. I think they had a 100% completion rate for most of yeah. that first half, where Penrith were pr- pretty dreadful
2: in terms of errors
1: at least com- compared yeah, to, to the back bulldogs last
2: two weeks they've made a few more errors and given away a few more penalties than they normally would but
1: yeah but in, in the end it, the, the dogs just got tired and by the end i think they just sort of thought stuff at last game of the year <sighs> You're, you're right, because it, it, it had that feeling of, um, while well, I was never worried about Penrith, uh,
0: around half-time you're thinking, oh, this will be a, a 24-12 and Penrith would be happy just to scrape out of some this. some more points yeah. in them. But Bulldogs had no points, and that was as simple as that. I think they did probably deserve, it probably deserved to... 32-12 scoreline maybe, but yeah, you, you, whatever. What you can
1: mean? say they deserved that, but I, I'm talking the first 30 minutes, it was a close game, and then they Penrith scored three quick tries in the last 10 yeah. minutes of that first half, and then the Worked second half back. was just a blowout. It, the Bulldogs the, the Bulldogs were never going to win that game, but if the Bulldogs, I think, had put in a bit more of an effort for longer and had hit, kept mentally in the game for a bit longer, I, I think they still get beaten by a relatively large amount But I don't think it's 42-0 And
2: then as we said before It was that timing I just decided no, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to start pushing this attack And I'm going to aim at these two blokes <laughs> And you got 18 points in that position Where he just kept coming at him. Um,
1: um, minus the eye gouge I think Thompson had another pretty good game got there. that That's button ready.
2: ready? Oh yes, you may have it Which one? Good one or bad one? The slapping I gouge, mate. It's the worst yeah. thing in the game. Um, and and Tamo gets one as well for coming out and saying that I, I was playing for the penalty. Mate, he had his fingers that far in his fucking eye socket. You weren't playing for the penalty. I know it's sticking up for the boys and doing the. I don't right know thing if he's. Um, all the rest of it. Uh, and his comments this week weren't the best
0: either, Thompson. He. Just, he he couldn't believe he got done like, well,
2: I was just trying to win the tackle what by
0: ripping his face, yeah. <laughs> ripping his face off um, but, he's, not yeah. at, he's not at enjoyable time I know he's found his spot now I don't know and I believe he's planning to stay here but yes apparently he is we'll see if he lasts I just, I just got a feeling he won't last next year and that's a shame because I think he's, he, he's a genuine top level prop and I think he'd add a lot to that team if they get him right and maybe if Bennett changes culture who knows maybe can get him happy
1: well I, I feel like the, the off season will be big if he can last through the off season without going alright I want to go home COVID in Australia other side of the world is crap I feel like if he can last through the off season he should be right
0: I don't know. I don't know if he's a family man or what, but um, or if he's got kids and whatever. But um,
2: why would you go home? There, there, stuff over here. Stay surfing for like six months.
1: But that's the thing. Just you know, wanting to be. Of home. course, yeah, I'm yeah, sure if
2: you're around the people that you love, and if it was the other way around,
1: it. I was in England during COVID. England wasn't too bad, but Australia was. Still, part of me would be like, oh. Just sort of wish I was... Yeah, yeah, that's right. But, as I said, it'll be over this off-season. And the way he's looked the past couple of weeks, I think I'm getting convinced that he is an NRL-caliber talent. Oh, yeah,
2: he's
0: definitely an NRL player. I think they read him wrong. I think they got him wrong from the start, and I think they've worked it out. And I think hopefully Bennett... Not Bennett. um, Barrett's is enough to... to, uh, Oh, I you won't be getting
2: that. rid of him. He's already got rid of too many.
0: <laughs> he needs to find some players, yeah. as it is. So. But it, it might be time to, like, really uh, – Either you know what you do? You strap a rocket on him and make him a, one of the co-captains or something and you say, right, this is your team now. We want you to be James Graham. Anyway, any else to add from you? Not really. Penrith way too good. Yep. Uh, Raiders thirty eight, Raiders reserve grade thirty eight, Sharks twenty
2: eight. <laughs> um, stats and then your opinion. Seventy percent completion for the Sharks, eighty three from the Raiders. Uh, seven line breaks apiece, forty one tackle bust for the Sharks to thirty one for the Raiders. Uh, offloads were eleven to five. Tackles three hundred eighty six to three hundred twenty seven. Sharks gave away two penalties, Raiders gave away four. Fifteen errors to eleven. Uh, the Raiders had a bloke put in the bin. Sorison with 43 tackles, Starling with 48, Kennedy with 179 meters, and Soliola with 160 meters. Nakora had 92 supercoach points. Kennedy with 82, Starling with 138, and Louis with 81. Ah, uh, Louis, sorry, with 81. Raiders played really well for an hour got a bit tired at the back end and because you know, they had nine blokes ten blokes I'd say the back end both halves. a lot of a lot the, of football
0: I think, yeah both halves they sort of got it they were looking for the line i thought
2: yeah um sharks were absolutely hopeless for an hour um they were just they were doing their usual shit missing tackles in the middle just not to, they didn't i don't know did, there was no attitude there was no you know what i mean they did there but
0: who's No enthusiasm who's the been a lot to like as. who leads you in? Your enthusiasm leaders you Rudolph and Talakai Rudolph Talikai, and Talakai which both were both went there yeah. so you you, you, you as who soon was, as Rudolph
2: got taken out I was sort of like uh, yeah this is he obviously doesn't give a shit about this game he's yeah. just, um, just going to go through the motions here but we still should have won that game um, had plenty yeah. of opportunities there's no halves in there Graham's not a half anymore um, as I said his go was to go and play crash balls on the outside which he didn't really do he's still trying to play as a um, back when he was in Penriff as a 5'8 and trying yeah. to throw long balls and stuff like that which it's not his go anymore Um Tracy Tracy's a runner. They realistically need him as a – he needs to be either five eight or out of the team. And, um, yeah, they, they had no – there was no kicking game. There was no structure from the team. Um, Williams was really good. Was Williams, Williams was very impressive. Um, Short-king game's really good. And his effort upon effort was great. Um, Fafita tried to be that guy. Um, he tried to lift the team with um, with a couple of runs and stuff. But he's busted and he has been for a while. Um Graham also tried to lift that try that he did score was quite nice. Um, he just left uh, and Nora just standing there and went past him and scored that try. But yeah, um, Canberra were just too good. They were, they were full of enthusiasm and I think the blokes that they brought in because they haven't had a game all year it was sort of like a reward of being in the bubble. You know, like the, they've had to, you know, they haven't been able to see their family. They've been stuck in there yeah. and you bring them all in and they all they all got stuck in. Whereas the majority of the Sharks didn't. Well, and here's thing. Um Ricky's obviously doing something right because the
0: culture there is clearly very good uh, because the setbacks they've had all year round yep, and they're still, to me, they're a top four team even now. Mm -hmm. And Tom Uh,
2: Starling, how good was Tom Starling? He was everything in their attack apart from, like Williams added, his uh, short kicking game and his enthusiasm, but Starling basically directed that team around the park for the whole night and did it very, very well. Got to try himself. It's
1: finally official that he's re side now as
2: well. Yeah, as yep. he should. Yeah, it came out this week.
1: Yeah,
2: and um, he's probably going to end up playing 40 minutes while Hodgson plays 40 minutes, and one of them will go back into the back row or something like that because um, you've got to have both of them on the field for an hour, I would yeah. imagine, when they get back and up and running. Um, I'd like to see Graham play 13. Rather than just stuck on that left hand edge and play down yeah, one side, uh, yeah. play thirteen. He can get involved on both can sides. Pick the, and choose. Can his he do moments. the work? Can you
0: defend the defense? No, no, work? defend
2: him on the edge. Yeah, but in attack, I'd like to see him floating around the back on either side, picking up off off the outside of uh, of your Tracys yeah. or yeah. whoever's playing five eight Trindle. And um, yeah, Chad needs to come back in to give that team. A kicking game, because there was no fucking kicking game at all. Yeah. <laughs> that um, they gave away. A like, every time they scored, Shark scored three tries. The first three tries, Raiders kicked off, and they let it go dead. So yeah. we'll, you know, and then the Raiders came down, and scored straight after. So you may as well just go. We'll, we'll cancel that eighteen. Oh, how good was your back to the fucking Raiders? How good was the drop out? How good was your shot? Yeah, that dropout? was, <laughs> that was, that was straight to the <laughs>
0: straight to the winger. Try <laughs> that was up there with the one. Yeah, no, that was softer than one Luciano scored.
2: But yeah, and then and two other times they as soon as they scored they gave him back the ball and they scored the next set. So there's eighteen points. You know what I mean? Like they, they should have won. They, their the discipline was dis- disgraceful and there was no attitude. Uh, and is there anything you can take out heading into this week? Oh, apart from it being finals, and that's a, like different finals game. is all about attitude. So if they turn up with the same attitude, they'll get absolutely wiped, they'll get beaten by 60. But um, you know, it's it's a different game. If, if you get 13 blokes that all rip in, it's, finals are generally pretty messy. Um, There's not. Generally not a lot of pretty football in finals My concern football, is Sharks so, have but a lot of pot plants to get woken up. Oh, yeah. No, I, I don't expect them to They'd win at all. Start. And even if they do, they're, they're they'll and I've wipe said it all
1: the week year. after I as well. I haven't so. changed
0: the tune at all, but they are
1: and you talk about a pot
0: plant full team.
1: You talk about attitude as well. Even if Cronulla do show up with the right attitude, I think we know that Canberra will. Oh, of that, course. That's the thing. No, Canberra will definitely be up for it. So You watch much of yourself? I watched the second half because I was coming back from the game. One thing I noticed, I was, I was sort of impressed by Canberra as debutants and I think it's I know was it blow you came on with a couple of minutes to go like Ricky's just getting him giving him that reward um blooding this young talent and you know that that's obviously the only game time they're gonna get all year barring bad injuries but um I, I mean it's just good to see him. it's good to see him put in that effort and sort of make make up for those guys who were not who were not picked this week, who yeah. were this it, week you know, it, it's while they're inexperienced, while they're young With Cronulla while they had some players out you just didn't get that same effort from every single player that same will to win and that I guess love for the game and that passion
2: there was only two or three blokes in my opinion that actually were really fucking having a crack the rest of them were just standing there watching the game but isn't 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 that the year how many of those folks are retiring next year? Hopefully Dugan. I was going to say, lucky. Like, we, we can get rid of Moylan, but Dugan but, won't retire. Dugan's going to get everything. No last one's going to take him. Yeah, and you can add, you can add uh,
0: some of your forward, Like You can add for feet of that. I'd like, be more than happy to pay fucking half of Moylan's pay to fuck
2: him off somewhere else.
1: Well, with Dugan, yeah. Cronulla offered him to the and Dragons earlier this year, and they were keen, but Dugan... Does not want to go to the Super League. That's one thing so, that I
2: will give Dugan though. He does have a crack. He he throws his body in there and he fucking he does. He, he tries, but he, he's no, when he when it but doesn't work. He, he lays around a lot.
1: I think he needs to make way pretty yeah, soon. I, yeah. I think they're lucky. What happened with Josh Morris wanting to
2: go to the Roosters at the start of the year? He probably would have Sherry played Situation at all. exactly, yeah,
1: yeah. and he would have been
2: happy to s- take well, his money and sit yeah. on the bench and watch the team go around. Watch yeah, the team. Uh, but. Um, Oh, mate, as I said at the start of the year, I expect them to finish somewhere between 10th and 6th and they fucking finish smack in the middle of it. And, yeah, it looks like they're making
0: up the numbers. Speaking of ill discipline and uh, a team that should have won, yeah, the West Tigers lost 24 to Eels 28 mm-hmm. uh, in another
2: mediocre game. Yeah. Uh, what do the stats say? Benji stays on the field. You win. Seventy-eight percent. Seventy-eight percent completion for the Tigers. Eighty-two for the Eels. Uh, line breaks were seven to five. Tackle bust seventeen to twenty-six. Offloads nine to 5, nine to fifteen for the Eels. Uh, tackles were three hundred and forty-three. Played three hundred and thirty-three. Five penalties conceded on each side. Thirteen errors to the Tigers. Eight to the Eels. Uh, Grant made 51 tackles Mahoney with 47 Capoa with 176 metres and Nathan Brown with 229 metres Uh, what have we got here what is that Taloe with 80 that's
0: your GAT prescription uh, down.
2: (laughs) Capoa with 77 supercoach points Paulo with 94 and Mahoney with 74 and probably one of the best on the field Mahoney he was their best player he was actually probably best in the field
0: um. Okay, should we split this in half as well? Should we just go for it? Um. Well, the, the simple fact of the matter is, Tiger's the only team in ever to concede twenty six points in ten straight rounds, and that's to tail of the season, and it's just not good enough. And you can't.
2: Yeah, there's you there's no too many There's games, no point making excuses for anything beyond
0: that because that's a, an awful stat. Um. Eels look legless for. Uh sixty five minutes I thought, uh Mahani was their best gutho is in the conversation for that, and other than that, you can't take much out of that team uh <laughs> I don't have to make a brown these days. Nathan Brown. Um, he's a bit.
1: When he's on, he's on, but he's. When he gets to
0: bully, he bullies. And when he doesn't, he. Fake tough guy. Did. Fake tough guy. Um, but.
2: But and fourth for an hour. Um, the simple fact of the tap. matter
0: is when Parade Ball was not they scored. Hmm. And that shouldn't be. And that was, it's been a, this, the, the thing all year. But they didn't score through. I don't think they scored through any creative play. They scored because of the awful defence. There wasn't too much pretty stuff. Mate. The Tigers' um, edges are a shambles. Um, Kapo still gets my poll plant this week so congratulations to him and um, you're right if Benji says in the field probably win thirty six twenty
1: eight. 28. i tell you uh, what though Parramatta are definitely not beating Melbourne. At the end of that game just Parramatta's attitude they acted like they just won a grand final when the siren went. They're all jumping on each other. You've beaten the team who's finished what 10th on the ladder. Scraped past them at the end just so you could scrape into the top four. Yeah. You replace Parramatta with Melbourne in that situation. They're dirty. They are not happy. They won that no, game. No, that's right. They, they'd be
0: doing. They'd be getting stripped.
1: Had, but this goes back to what I said last week. Parramatta
0: is um, easy to hate for one. No, 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 no. That do I stand by that? Um, <laughs> But when uh, that it happened early in that game last week, where Madison lodged, uh, dislodged a ball, and everyone ran in and patted him, on yeah. it like it was like he just want to. He might be missing too next week. No, he got he, he a like, fine. You got off, did you? He? He got a fine. Okay, that'd be that'd be really.
2: I thought that good. was a week, to be honest. Um,
0: it probably would have been if it wasn't a fine. I'd say, but same thing. There's that. It, there's a difference between Penrith being so happy a run, and there's a different. This comes ac- just with them. It comes across as it such false bravado. Yeah, and it's like we have to be in this boys, and so we're gonna act this way and uh, yeah they like it's just it doesn't take a rocket surgeon to realize um they're in a bit of trouble this week i mean (laughs)
1: they'll probably if they lose one to 12 to melbourne they'll probably celebrate they seem to celebrate a lot like it's just way too much and they scraped by they did not look good they managed to do it in the end you could even argue that the tigers were Just about the better side, like
0: I thought they were. Yeah, that actually stung me worse because I thought we played well enough to. Uh, do he's sort of found his legs now? He's one of our better players, to be honest. Ford's did enough. I did. That um, when you throw a tamo in there, they do need maybe one more. Well, and they are missing their two other big workhorses. Yeah, or little workhorses.
1: The thing is. Um, Yes, sorry, if the Tigers had won, it would have been perfect because that top five would have been seeded exactly where, where, they they should t- be. where they should be. Parramatta
0: fifth. Well, it was on the cards all the way through because, and yeah. I was so excited because Parra would have been... Go-
2: that would have um, seen them go as well. Could have even Parra's probably sixth, to be honest. South's probably above them too, but... Yeah. Not no, uh,
1: top, definitely not top <coughs> five. <laughs> yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if Melbourne give them... I mean, the, the, I said in... I said off camera um, that I think there could be three floggings potentially. Being filmed? This week. And, um, yeah, that there could be three floggings potentially. And I feel like this could very well be one of them. I know we're not up to the preview yet, but I I feel like Melbourne could really give Parramatta a shot up the arse. And it could even be a bigger scoreline than a Cronulla and Canberra or something. I just have that feeling that... It's been coming for Parramatta. Because you know we well,
0: real know, like good. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll say that we'll yeah. cut the preview cause... um
2: Yeah, it was back and forth for an hour, even though Benji went off after 15 minutes. Um, yeah, these They still were going toe to toe with Parramatta for that hour. Um, Brooks actually took up the battle. I was quite impressed, actually. He was um, aggressive again, and um, he actually had a real good dig. Um, there's a couple of crucial errors at just bad times, which ended up giving Parramatta good position, good ball. Yes. And they scored through the centres. Uh, Mahoney, Paulo, and Brown were the best for the Eels. Uh, Mahoney was probably, the, as, a, as I mentioned, probably the best on ground. Paulo had a, another really good game. He's been a little bit quiet for the last couple of weeks and they, they're going to need him uh, to even get close to Melbourne. But... Um the Eels had two players off the bench that played nine minutes between the two of them. Like, that's just I – don't, I don't understand why coaches do that, but uh, that's what they do. Uh, Tigers' back row was really good. Garner, they um, and Twal all um, put in, and they, they kept you guys in the game for a long time. Um, I thought the Tigers were actually going to get away with it and win the game. but Yeah, as soon as um, – Those crucial errors, you knew it was position, You knew it was coming. So yeah, there was a couple of mistakes, and you just knew you could just – Got a bit tired
0: i followed them long enough to know exactly what, uh, what would happen. then. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm just still quite comfortable knowing what's going to happen to para next week. Warriors, we'll, we should probably breeze through these last two, eh? Warriors 40, Eagles 28, Eagles uh, took out to a lead. Mm-hmm. Um, Warriors fought back, Eagles fought back, Warriors just a better team. Probably attitude and commitment and... Um, Everything else shone through there, Abar?
2: Yeah, eight tries to six. Uh, 88% completion for the Warriors, 72 for the Eagles. Uh, five line breaks for the Warriors, seven for the Eagles. 20 offloads to 11. 279 tackles played, 283. One penalty conceded by the Warriors, five by the Eagles. Ten errors to the Warriors to 15 from the Eagles. Uh, top tacklers were Harris with 32, Levi with 42. Hiku with 215 metres and Miski with 213 metres. Supercoach Kirigan uh, with 119 points, Tavita with 93, Miski with 87 and Waddell with 73. Manly again were hot for 10 minutes and then went missing for half an hour. Um, The Warriors are tough as an old boot. They have been all season. Their effort has been as good as anybody in this competition. Um, uh, the, The Warriors just looked more threatening in attack. They um, Manly basically it's DCE or nothing, um, and yeah, the Warriors bench was pretty good. Manly's bench were average at best. Manly's discipline was uh, just shone through, and then they didn't want to be there for the last half an hour. No, no. Um, that was the tale of that game. The Warriors wanted to be there, and Manly didn't, and at the back end of the game, so. And
0: um, a fitting award for the Warriors for what they've done this year. It's good to see Abdo up there to give them a thanks and everything. Um, and, you know, kudos to RTS who stuck around to watch the game as well. No one would have probably been upset if he jumped on a plane. And they've and got, got a home, massive but...
2: platform to build from to next year. Oh, very like, good. This is the, the attitude – that's the best attitude from the Warriors I've ever seen since they've come into the competition, I think, so. And uh, –
0: this is – it's a big year for Nathan Brown next year because the platform's there. Everyone can see it. Everyone can see how it should work. Everyone knows who they're picking up, which are tremendous ins. And um, now it's up to Nathan Brown to <laughs> show himself what he's worth.
1: Yeah. I think as well that performance like what I said last week the Warriors would be up for it because you know this was the final hurdle before they could finally go home let's just go out there have some fun and that's what happened and you know what out of, out of all the football I watched this week this was probably the best game in terms of that on field um, entertainment mm-hmm. aspect uh, back and forth and then the Warriors sort of kicked on in the end but it was just a great game to watch.
2: And Kieran um Obviously scored, what was it, three tries, I'm pretty sure, out there. Yeah. Um, he was a half. They were, he was their half start of last year. The yeah, so, very start of last year. Yeah. Start of this, we did, centers, I'm sure we did our preview.
0: We talked yeah. about him as a 5'8". Yeah. yeah,
2: So, but yeah, he looked pretty good in the centres, so he might have a future out there.
0: Yep. Uh, interesting this year that they've let go, oh, going forward, they've let go Elliot, Levi and Parker. I um, don't know what their plans are at Manly there, but... Um, yeah, interesting. Now, don't.
2: Well, Funa, um, depending on what happens with his court case, would be coming back in at hooker, but they'd need another hooker. Yeah, especially uh... if they're going to get rid of Levi. Levi, I know he's a bit part player. He's... They'll
1: probably, and he is a half, and I think he deserves to play half. But with Kieran Foran coming back, K Cast will probably end up at hooker.
2: Yeah, yeah, he played there. He played
0: uh, for Blacktown there quite a bit. There was a bit of talk of um, the pushing Foran into Hooker, but, yeah. going yeah, so anyway. to Foreign's gonna play off a bench. You can't. Well, maybe not uh, because more, maybe not. Well, he won't be
1: available He's to always round. been
0: pretty good in defence. Isn't he out if you a get a kicking game out of Hooker. you won't be back to around six or seven year, will he? But
1: but I feel like Foreign uh, yeah. yeah. will start. The thing is they're trying to keep Josh Schuster happy when he's played one NRL game and, you know what, he's 19. He could go another year in Reggie's and be okay. Yeah, whereas he's definitely Kate, Reggie killed. Whereas Kate, is
2: this that foot? Work that He showed He does a really side. Work. And as a six That's what you want
1: But Cade so. Custer's been Arguably oh, one of Manly's Best players this year He deserves first crack At 5 eight, I said I it
2: in round one That they should play him In front of Walker At six but.
1: And the thing is too After that killer game He had against the Cowboys They re-signed him For two years so he, I'm sure he doesn't want to sit on the bench for Kieran Foran for a year to maybe get a shot, but then Josh Ustrow overtake him. I, I feel like he should utility, be the five, that's,
2: that's what but kills but Cust Like I, I he know. could play back row, he could play in the centres if he had to, he could play hooker. Like so, he he can he can fill all those spots yeah. where he, he, you know he can. But he's primarily a half, can. and yeah. I believe he's played his best rugby league. I think in he should half, play a five eight so as well. But don't be surprised if he, he plays he, hooker, I, I plays centre, plays back row. I think he'll
1: play hooker, but he should be the half,
0: the five eight. Yeah, like I said. Reggie's become so important next year because... People
1: have stuff to prove
0: next year. Yeah,
2: yeah, and it gives you an option to get rid of somebody and bring a kid in.
1: Well, Cast definitely yeah. won't play R- R- Reggie's next year. He'll he'll pro- be the hooker or on the bench. The best thing for, for Manly most. would
2: be for Walker to go to the Bulldogs and then they can look at trying to get a hooker or, yeah, another half or something. Yeah.
0: Uh, and we'll wrap up quickly. Dragons 30, Storm 22. And look for a long time there that Storm were going to do a... Yeah,
2: Canberra five tries here. apiece. Looked like the reserve grade was going to... Um, uh, dominate the Dragons but uh, we had 80% completion for the Dragons 76 for the Storm. <laughs> Do you think has is going to kick again in first grade? No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> three line breaks to five, 27 tackle busts to 17, 11 offloads to nine, 344 tackles for the Dragons, 401 for the Storm, three penalties conceded by the Dragons, six by the Storm, 10 errors apiece, McGinnis with 45 tackles, Eisenhooth with 49, Laurie with 167 metres and a pretty sore knee by the looks of that. Uh, Brandon Smith with 214 meters, Frizzell with 117 supercoach points, McGinnis with 111, uh, Chris Lewis with 86, and Brandon Smith with 73. Frizell's farewell for the Dragons. My God, that's I think that's the best game that Blacks played in a couple of years. He was right up for this, and I, you know, he wanted to go out with a bang, and he did. Um, yeah, that was yeah. I was yeah. Like I was expecting that for big parts of the year and he, he did do it at points, but um, not as consistently as I was expecting. But yeah, he's a gun and um, he's going to be a real good pick-up for the Knights. Uh, the, the Storm Young forwards were really strong actually and um, Young Pappy was uh, basically the... Instrument to for the, for all their attack, he was yep. uh, basically led their attack from st- the start of the game to the end. He uh, kept them in that game. Uh, young Sullivan from so the like Dragons. How, uh, what I do like is that he
0: obviously went to going, "Hey, I'm in charge today," and he he said, "I'm going to play. Yep. This is my team, and I'm going to play that way." And it, it was, uh, yeah, it basically he was forced it, it to played, play a
2: bit of half, which probably hurt
0: well, him a little he bit. Played, he played. He became like a Gutho in a way, and if he can do that in um.
2: Yeah, but he doesn't. Generally, he doesn't need to. And no, that's that's right. But he he shines when he's just a pure runner.
0: Yeah, but But it's just. I think it's good for him just to have that experience.
2: Um, Yeah, young Sullivan looked pretty good on debut. And the block of cheese, is just an absolute leader. Like, he yeah. he went out there again, same as Pappy, and just led and just went, look, I'm going to be the big, tough front rower, and I'm also going to play hooker, and I'm yeah. just going to do absolutely everything I can for you boys. And they followed him, and yeah, they probably could have and should have won that game.
0: But I They probably should have won oh, a pretty good team. Anything to, you, what do you make of this, home?
2: Uh
1: Those young guys for the Melbourne Storm, it's a credit to the coaching staff, Craig Bellamy's coaching staff, that they were able to get so many players into the squad and just lose by eight points, especially so much, so many inexperienced players to come in. You look at those guys, and I know some of them, most of them played first grade before, but you look at them and think, when they get their shot in the, the first grade squad, if they look looking this good already, can you imagine how they'll look with a Cameron Smith and Cam Munster around some of these guys? like They're already showing great promise. And again, just to have so many sort of fringe plays come in and nearly get the job done. I mean, they lost because of the goal kicking. It's a testament to Craig Bellamy's coaching, but we know this about Craig Bellamy. He is a super coach, and he is the reason why even when Cam Smith does retire, Melbourne are probably still going to be up about the top four even because they've just got so much depth and so much talent they're bringing
2: through. Well, with Tito's going, so there's going to be another, probably a really good super coach buyer whoever takes yeah, whoever his comes spot going to do. <laughs> next year for the Storm and probably uh, at a pretty cheap
0: price. But yeah, um. And potentially um, potentially a winger or a, back or a centre as well, you'd find in there. Because mm. Momorowski's going back, there'll be another, I want possibly. someone to come in, out of car going. So. But quite simply, I'll just look at this try first for St. George. Dufty, Frizzell, Lomax, Dufty, Frizzell. Doesn't, isn't that just their season? Like that if you, well, That's all you yeah, need to listen, know about it.
2: They're the three blokes that have been having a crack every week. Uh, like, McInnes as yes, well. Uh, yeah, oh, McInnes, I'm McInnes yeah. sorry.
0: But, yes, that that is my point. Yeah, that sums up their season. That's McInnes who, is just, yeah. They're the only three that have been in the field for them. McInnes and... Um, yeah, McGuinness, obviously.
2: So, and kudos to McGuinness for his origin. Laurie up. had a pretty good game. Um, that hip drop fucking thing, I don't know where that's come from, but that's an ugly, ugly tackle. Like, I, I thought Laurie a... had just snapped his leg when, yeah. the way he got bent over. So, and it's, it's been happening for, what, three or four weeks, and they sort of wrap around and fall just on started. the back of it's, the legs, yeah. and then two blokes push him over the top, and like that could end so badly. Well, that's like, – it's, it's That could probably end up like wor- Carhu bullshit. It's probably uh, worse Carhu, than a... – He was a Broncos bloke who – Shattered his leg, fucking in fifty thousand different places. Ouch! Like that tackle could end up, ending someone's
0: yeah. career. Like oh, um, yeah, the winger. Um, yes, I only talk about. It. I can't name. Like They'd that come could to just me about destroy,
2: destroy some bloke's yeah, yeah. leg. Who, yeah, 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 yeah. and he'll yeah, never yeah. be able to fucking play
0: again. You know, like. no, they, they, and they, they kudos to him. They've, uh, I've said kudos a lot tonight. <laughs> credit to the boys that um,
2: <laughs> all credit they to have the boys.
0: Have, uh, <laughs> Uh, Been proactive in stamping it out. Then uh, apparently it was pro- prolific in the Super League a while back. Twenty twelve, they out and they got rid of it. it. They um, called it that, ninja over there. That's ninja. actually more dangerous, probably than a chop block, because if yeah. you at least if you're taking someone's knee out, you're going backwards this way. Yeah, yeah. Your body can go three different ways. You
2: could pull the, the leg out of the hip. It could pull the knee out, ankle. Yeah. It's so many. Yeah. S- massive at, potential for injury. You look at the footage too. You and look, horrible injury.
1: You look in the in the background as well. You see Matt Dufty as. King's pulling back, Macduffy in the background. You see him you, you physically like, go, yeah, he's yeah. like, this isn't going to end head well. Was right. yeah.
2: explode. And um, one of the forwards actually pulled out because you see him, he starts pushing, he's like, oh fuck. And the other bloke kept going. And yeah, the way that the leg bends, man, that's horrible. Yep. Horrible tackle. Yeah. Um, so that wraps up our look back at
0: round 20, and uh, we shall. I'm going to have a brief adjournment and we should get back into some news and uh, continue on our merry way here. Let's do this. Slight technical error here at the Gums. Uh, (laughs) Someone pulled out the power. So um, we're going to skip the news because it's all pretty boring and, you know, not much to talk about, really. Uh, Ollie had some tremendous insight into Brisbane, and it was actually not too bad. But you know, we're all short of time. Pretty much, Paul Green over Kevin Walters by far. Yep, that was the uh, extent of it. We managed to turn it into a twenty minute chat. So uh, we're going to talk about Supercoach A, where Barney was crowned the linear champion, and we saw yeah three champions crowned essentially.
2: Yeah, as said, I said, I tried to give the belt to Daddy Mac before <laughs> at the end of the Supercoach regular season, but we decided by um, the OG over here that we needed to continue till the end of the finals. And um, I managed to pip Daddy Mac in the last game of the round with one of sorry, my sorry, Mrs.
0: Ollie, you're going to be in here for a bit longer
2: with one of my better <laughs> with one of my better rounds for the season. And Cameron from the the Blind Bullets came from fourth to. Pip Beaver by about 18 points to win the overall uh, our overall super coach competition uh, where did we go from there we're going into our review and previews from round one yeah so what
0: we did was um, yeah, take a breather it's right we may as well get through it properly um, so what we did oh yeah and yeah we said kudos to a few of the guys that joined up and it did quite well this year now we, we Barney's homework for the week was to go back and check out the first week's podcast and uh, take us through who was a prognosticator and who was a fool. So yes. we're gonna check it out. So the first was the show was uh, Trev and the two of us as before,
2: know, in the old days before Ollie was a fixture. Yes, the week before um, the competition kicked off. We um, we gave our opinions on each team and um, on any of the rule changes that were coming in. Uh, the The main two talking points were the twenty forty instead of the forty twenty, uh, which uh, basically had no impact on the competition. I don't think there was one successful attempt, and there was probably only a handful of attempts. Totally at just really
0: disappointed yes, lose this again.
2: <laughs> that one. and the um, the in air tackle not being able to touch an attacking player. Off a kick until his feet hit the ground. So uh, essentially, um, it, it's
0: only been an issue with contested ball. By it's only really been a few those where both goes up and one comes down the other's arms and he ball as a penalty. And
2: yeah, exactly. but it hasn't
0: changed games. It hasn't. changed
2: no, definitely not. Changed the the all, and structure. there was probably more um, more questions about the actual. Contest for the ball. Uh, there was more penalties given and uh, knock-ons and all the rest of it, dropouts given from four different hands trying to touch the ball at the same time. Uh, the in-air tackle generally wasn't an issue. Yeah. Uh, first team we looked at was Brisbane. I thought Gillette was going to be a massive loss uh, for Brisbane and their structure concerned me. I didn't think uh, Bodie Coff was going to be a decent fit for that team. Daggy praised Dearden and Turpin thinking they would be good players, and they were when they actually had time on the field. I'll keep score here. Hang
0: on. <laughs> yeah. and now we're going to second go. Slow down, Barney. question
2: marks around the forward pack. Ticks and crosses. Let's go. Uh, Trev thought that Brodie Croft would be a positive for the Brisbane team and they might just scrape into the bottom of the top eight. I had them missing the eight, and so did Daggy. Uh, Canberra, with all three of us praised George Williams and thought that he would be a positive for the Canberra team and we brushed through most of the top teams from the year before and we all agreed that Canberra should be a top four team at the end of the season. Close, close enough. Yeah, that's uh, half. Mm-hmm. Canterbury, I mentioned uh, Jake Averillo thought that he might be a prospect coming through. I'm and paying th- that. Thought they might might finish at the same spot that they were the year before. Um, they didn't have the run home that they did the year before, but there was no points in that team. So, Jaggy praised the attitude and thought they would finish around in the top ten. And Trev actually thought they were building to something and may just scrape into the top eight of the competition.
0: <laughs> okay, go.
2: All three of us got uh, pretty close with the Sharks. I mentioned that Tracy uh, didn't think he was going to be a half, and I thought Ramian would have a bigger impact than he actually did. I thought Williams would take Gallon's spot and do a pretty good job, which um, I think your comment earlier before the power got pulled out was who?
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. that guy. Um, also thought that Cape Will would be a big loss, and I thought they'd finish somewhere between 10th and 6th. Daggy mentioned that it was do or die for Moyland and Dugan, which I'm pretty sure you've got two ticks there, (laughs) and they should finish somewhere in the top ten. Trev mentioned that Break Bailey would do as good, if not better, job than Jaden Bailey, and they would uh, come through under the radar and finish at the bottom of the top eight. Uh, Dragons, I thought that Isaac Luke would be a good pickup. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. So they played Ben Hunt there instead They did pick him up and (laughs) kick him away I thought Fumiano would be a decent uh, back rower You can be in our next preview show When it was going to be a big loss And I thought they'd finish worse than what they did the year before Um, Daggy had no comment on the Dragons And Trev thought that Billy Britton should be a good pickup for the team I don't think he got a game But he's in and around the system So we'll see where it happens uh, the Titans, I thought they'd finish around 12 or 13th. I thought Cartwright would be a liability. <laughs> I gave you two points for that. I <laughs> uh, had question marks around Taylor and I thought um, the coach would actually be quite good because he likes uh, for the team to play with a bit of ball movement from what I'd seen previously. also said that AJ would be better at fullback than he would be in the halves. Uh, Daggy's thought that the... Titans had finished second last. He had question marks around Taylor also and the coach as he hadn't seen much of him previously. Trev thought that PG and Cartwright should fire and with a decent forward pack would go close to making the eight and that Holbrook Holbrook would be a very good addition to the team. Manly, I expected them to win the competition. I thought they had (laughs) the best forward pack going around. Two crosses. Yes, um turbos were going to decide what's going to happen but the thing that really upset me is I thought, I had questions around the 5.8, I had um, questions about Corosau going and I still tipped them to win the competitions so <laughs> that's <laughs> a good analysis the record, there isn't it, right? <laughs> Taggy um, thought the pack was a positive and the turbos decide where they finish at the end of the year Trev gave the the forward pack a tick, uh, Des a tick, and thought that Cust should be playing five eight. And they had a few good options in five eight, uh, especially Luke Metcalf. I'll give him a half, maybe
0: now. Yes
2: or no? Metcalf. Now,
0: as a impartially educated Trev, get Manly right.
1: Sort
2: of half, an... I mean the, the uh, 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 pack tick, Des uh, tick. Oh. Cust tick, yes. Cust, yeah, but I'll give him yeah, I'll give like, them one run. Realistically one run. the pack should have. They had a lot of injuries. <laughs> all the rest of it. Um, good options <laughs> in 5'8, probably not. Melbourne, we all brushed past it pretty quickly. I thought they'd be on the edge of the four. Daggy and Trev both thought they'd be a top four team. Uh, Newcastle, I thought that uh, Jaden Braley would be a good pick-up for Newcastle and Bradman Best should be a good centre. Uh, the forward depth worried me and I thought they'd drop a little bit and just miss the eight. Uh, I'll Dage- pay that. Daggy had question marks around the spine and thought they'd finish in the bottom half of the top eight. I'll pay that. And Trev had big raps on Tex Hoy. Um, loved his speed and his footwork, and thought that Bradman Best would be a very good player, which he was when he was on the I'm field. I'm giving him half there. Half. Are we up to yeah. South. The Warriors. One. I expected Warriors to finish last, and I thought their halves were atrocious. Um, their attitude was brilliant, and Nick Arima had a breakout year and was the best year that I think he's. I've seen him play. Uh, Daggy said that they need to focus on their juniors and bringing through some young guys for experience, and Trev was not expecting much and thought that Stephen Kearney would be the first coach to get sacked.
0: I'm um, paying that. Uh, we did discuss that, but, yeah, is that right? He was the first coach to get he sacked? He
2: was, yeah. Are you sure he was the first coach to get sacked? Yes. I'm just going
0: to try and fix this and Feedback what here. was
2: it, Pay and McGregor? Uh, close enough. Cowboys, I yep. thought they had the best recruitment in the off-season and thought they might finish in the bottom of the top eight. Daggy thought Drinkwater would be a positive for the team, also would finish in the bottom of the top eight. And Trev had question marks around their pack and wasn't sure where they were going to finish.
3: Um,
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, Parramatta, I thought Hang Madison, I wonder, so
0: who would we get up to, South?
2: Mm-hmm. Where would we cut off? Yeah, South. South.
0: Where's South? Next okay, page. Because
2: cool. <laughs> what i do is I'll pause this
0: and if we kick can... – anyway.
2: Parramatta, I thought Madison and RCG would be big pickups. Um, Manu Mao would be a big loss and thought they would finish around third or fourth. Uh, Daggy said Dylan Brown was a jet and Moses goes missing when the team's under the pump. Two point two. Which me. all three of us agreed <laughs> to. I uh, thought they'd finish in top four and Brad Arthur's a pretty decent coach. Trev said they need to improve their away record, but expected them to be a top four team. Uh, Penrith, I thought Capewell and Corriveau would be a big, would be big pickups for the team. I bagged Jerome Luai. Thought his defence was horrible and didn't have a kicking game. Which, yeah, yeah, you we can would never, judge. You can never cross with that. Taggy <laughs> said Corriveau would be a massive pickup, and it was a do did do or die year for Nathan Cleary. Uh, and they had some good, strong outside ducks, and they may just miss the eight. Yeah, I got that wrong. Trev's ag- again agreed with Coruscant being a big pickup. I uh, was worried about the halves going sideways rather than straight, and uh, they may just miss the top eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, South. Yeah. Right, th- hang on a 2nd oh. hang
0: on a sec. I'm just going to pause here. South. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, so I thought the trail would be a big pick-up. I uh, needed a few weeks to get his uh, groove on, but he would end up being brilliant by the end of the year. Yeah, good work, Barney. I uh, thought Mago and Kulamatungi were the hope for their forwards. I thought they were good young forwards coming through and would add some strength to there. And thought they would finish around sixth or seventh. Tegi also agreed with the trails. Said he needed six weeks to get fit and thought they would scrape into the bottom of the eight. Uh, again. Uh, Trev also said Luttrell would need some time to settle in but they will struggle in the forwards and would just scrape into the bottom of the eight. Uh, Roosters we all brushed past pretty quickly. Obviously Kronk was going to be a big loss which we all agreed to but we expected them to finish in and around the top four and Trev said that they would be hard to beat the majority of the time. Uh, Tigers, I expected the Le, uh, Lalewa <laughs> brothers to be Big pickups for the, the tigers. I expected them to finish. Did you get half? Huh? Got half right. You can talk. I, I'd say half right. Uh, Luciano, yes. Bj, yeah. no. Yeah, yes.
0: that's fine. Le, yeah, half. So. We can the, do halves. Um, so now we've, we've appointed Oli the uh, impartial
2: touch judge. <laughs> judge yeah, right I, at the end. I expected them to finish tenth. I thought Walters <laughs> um, would be a decent pickup and could play some good time at uh, at hooker. I expected Packer to be gone by the end of the season. <laughs> um, I thought Ghana should probably play lock, and um, they were missing a big body in the middle. Musgrove may take that spot, but ended he up injured. injured. Yeah. Uh, Deggie gave big ticks to Alex Twile and Garner. Uh, no, question marks around Nofaluma and Leilua, <laughs> and would struggle to <laughs> make the to top eight. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'll give myself half. <laughs> Trev um, was uh, questioning whether Corey Thompson should be moved to hooker. He, he was moved all right. <laughs> they had expected them to struggle, Gold hookers are better, he? struggle to make the eight. That, that was basically our <laughs> yeah. wrap on. It, uh, wow! The so, from round one. If, so who, who
0: who was the prognosticator there? Ollie?
2: you've got all the you got all the numbers there, mate. Yeah, just
0: in your
1: humble. <laughs> oh well, based off those numbers, it was pretty close. Do You guys, all at least I have it fourteen. Five.
0: We're both fourteen and fourteen. Barney's got seven wrong I got three wrong, and I've got three halves and two. Barney, let's say Barney's. 14 and two halves, I'm 14 and three halves, but... Yeah, you know, ultimately, me. I'm a genius. Well,
1: uh, if you Trevor guys- <laughs> seven wrong, so that's fine. <laughs> if you guys don't mind, I've actually memorized my sixteen to one. So if you don't mind, Beautiful. I'll go. I'll go through it quickly, that's and then creepy. if you guys sure. have, ha- have any questions at all about any of them, so 16th had the Warriors, fifteenth mm-hmm. well, Titans. Well, oh, did you have? T- did, did we say a wooden in the Premier?
0: the last. Yes. We have, no. Did we actually declare it or yeah? Okay. I so I Yeah, can...
1: yeah uh, just with the Warriors, years. I made that prediction in January before COVID as well. Yes. Fifteenth uh, Titans. 14th, Bulldogs Uh, 13th, Newcastle Uh, 12th, the Dragons 11th, Brisbane 10th, Penrith 9th, the Cowboys 8th, the Tigers 7th, Cronulla 6th, the Raiders fifth, the Rabbitohs, fourth, the Eels, third, the Sea Eagles, second, the Roosters, first, the Storm. I tipped a Roosters versus Sea Eagles grand final with the Roosters winning and I had Tom Travoyvich winning the Dalian medal. Wow. Nice. Okay, good job.
2: Well, my 16 to 1 was uh, Warriors 16, Titans 15, Dragons 14, Dogs 13th, Knights 12th, Broncos 11th, Tigers 10th, Panthers 9th, Sharks 8th. Cowboys 7th, South 6th, Storm 5th, Parramatta 4th, Roosters 3rd, Canberra 2nd, and Manly to win the competition. We touched on mm. earlier. Mm. <laughs> yes, yeah. We also did I some predictions on, on Supercoach.
0: Oh yes, go read them because yes, I'm we did. smart.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so your question to me was who's my first pick? And my first pick was uh, Jason Talmalolo I thought he was a little bit overpriced, but I expected to hold him for the season barring injury, and at the end of the season I thought that it would wash out and that would be it. Uh, my second pick was Tyson Frizzell. I thought that he was going to have a, a break, uh, an even better year than he he has done for the last couple of years he did show glimpses of it and got close but um, yeah and then we went with the breakdowns of how we were going to set up our team I wanted seven or eight guns to start with uh, some mid-rangers and the cheapies weren't great at the start of the year Um, I thought Jack Williams would be a decent player and ended up being an absolute dud (laughs) <laughs> uh, my cheapy picks were Brendan Wakem. Uh, you going to Didn't them. get many games. Uh, Toby Rudolph. <laughs> pull him a tummy. And Walters, who did start the season well, but got injured and didn't have a lot He came out of the gates flying, actually, Walters. Yes, he did. Um, Daggy had quite a few good mentions here. Uh, Sam Blasoni wasn't the best, but we had Moses and Brown at the start of the season, absolutely killed it. Campbell Graham, Joseph Manu, uh, Masters, give or take Masters, uh, Crichton, Garner, Madison and Coruscant and was tossing up whether Yo would be a pick or not. <laughs> um, Guess what? Picked him. <laughs> Trev mentioned Zach Seagy. Look at Tom Sangster. Yeah, Trev mentioned Zach Sini, who didn't get a game, but is in and around and apparently has some big reps. He's um, Shane's best mate. Yep. Uh, Luke Metcalf, again, did not have uh, many games. Uh, Bradman Best, who was a very good buy-in super coach and made a shit ton of money and <laughs> did very well most of the time, is on the field. Okay. Tex Hoy, who was a super coach dud, but was out of position, didn't get a lot of time. And Billy Magulius, who didn't get a game, or got one game, I think. Yes.
0: Just to put it, this is... And to set the T scene, this was before Harry Grant got traded.
2: And this was before um obviously COVID. So yeah you uh, also mentioned Brandon Smith who was probably ended up where he started. It was priced about right at the start of the season, but would have been a decent buy if you held him for if, the season. If you'd got him
0: around those key times you would have I did and I he broke his jaw he was, uh, he was
2: doing very well uh, I mentioned to make sure you watch uh, <laughs> Bellamy Pay and Sh- uh, Stuart and Des because they like to fuck around with their team lists and they can cause all sorts of problems for <laughs> super coach players uh, and make sure you uh, my big can't tip to that to now Make sure that your team, uh, you check the team an hour before kick-off to actually see who's going to play and not who was named before. Um, Manly Pack, Trev. The back line's... Okay, so we, we all tipped the who we thought was going to be the best packs running around. Trev and myself picked Manly. Uh, Daggy wasn't sure. Backline I tipped Parramatta, South and Roosters to be the best backlines running around. Trev tipped the Cowboys and Daggy tipped
3: Canberra. Mm, okay, that's just
0: interesting.
2: Yeah. So that was basically our breakdown from our yeah. first... Uh, round, obviously the first podcast that we put out it didn't actually sound too bad, and there was have we improved, bit. David? Yes,
1: yes, uh, I, I think one hundred percent. Yeah, thanks there was a, one
3: a
0: significant wave. addition uh, off the bench. Uh, Dave is not
2: here.
0: <laughs> 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 no, it's been a pleasure, to you Ollie. And guess what? you guaranteed a spot in next year's. We should actually make. Um, we should make if we keep doing a podcast, footy podcast, uh, in daughter. perpetuity, <laughs> perpetuity. Is um, We should make an event of it. we do a barbie and uh, sit down and make a proper deal of it again. Oh, I did do it. Get a crowd. And some you did do it, way. yeah. And uh, uh, you did get best, uh, best potato bake all year. <laughs> best bake. You did get best bake, yeah, absolutely. It was outstanding and twice and performed on both occasions. So kudos to the potato bake. Um, really is a big thing to come out this season. Now we need to talk about some finals footy. No, oh, it's final start this week. Jesus. Apparently. Who'd have thunk with it? Well, by the time you listen, listening, it's probably a 10-minute yeah. podcast because we might have lost the rest of it. But anyway, we uh, <laughs> not doing it again. So, uh, welcome to Footy and Frosties, everybody. Our finals preview and the uh, the, the, clutch, the clinch and clutch and big game of the weekend is the Panthers
3: <laughs>
0: against the Roosters on a Friday night. And I figured now we're into the big games, we'll, uh, I'll give this a quick run-through. So... You, the uh, Panthers team: Edwards, Mansell, Naden, Crichton, Tuo, Luai, Cleary, Tarmar, Corriss, Fisher, Harris, out Martin, and Yo. The bench is made up of May, Kapo Kick, She's spot there, Leota, and Tedoviano. And probably the only team all year that gets to name that one to seventeen whenever they really wanted to. Essentially, uh, up against Tedesco, tupo Morris, Manu, Morris, Kiri, Flanagan. We're Wehi- here. Uh, We're here. Were Number we eight, we're here. That's one. We're here. We're fucking <laughs> hell, Jared. Jared JWH. What is going? Look, <laughs> Freddie Lusick at nine. Big out. Takiaho Cordner's out. I believe he's been named. I believe he's out. Uh, Tupanua, Lou Lamb, Collins, Crichton, Sonny, Bill. The extended bench butcher, Orbison, uh, uh, Pharmacillian, and I'm suspecting probably Orbison comes onto that into the onto the bench for Crichton to start. <laughs> Uh, Penrith Panthers the stadium on a Friday night. The Roosters coming off that backup, and I was. Um Having spruiked the Roosters the last three weeks, having jumped off them the uh, ten weeks before, <laughs> severely, <laughs> in short, don't have any idea, but uh, severely concerned about the old legs, quick backup of what they copped last week. Fresh and firing panthers, this is definitely danger for the Roosters. I think, obviously, Marnu back in a plus, but they are so vulnerable through the edges if they play the way they did last week. And who has the best edges in the comp? Yeah. Penrith and the Roosters. Yes, that's good. Um <laughs> I don't know if you're waiting for <laughs> no, me. No, you give say an you supposed to say Penrith when I looked at you. Uh excited for this. Uh give us some key matchups, Barn, and um, we'll discuss it.
2: <laughs> oh well generally finals football gets a little bit scrappy. There's not a lot of um pretty football played generally in the finals it's all about heart commitment and um, the willingness to get involved uh, so generally most forwards, uh, most finals <laughs> matches generally are dictated by who, ha- uh, which forward pack comes out on top So, um, big question with the Roosters uh, obviously it's a, a week's a big time in rugby league and uh, whether they can bounce back from what happened last week to the Roosters I'm not 100% sure Penrith's just been rolling for um, the entire season, basically. They've only lost the one game, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if they continue to roll on here and um, uh, yeah, win the forward battle and then the, the classy outside backs take over. penner Penrith 1-12. I'm actually more
1: confident that the Roosters will not get flogged now that they have been flogged because the Roosters will not be Dominated like that two weeks in a row, they just. They do shore up their edges, yeah. um, Penrith, it's a sellout, ten thousand Penrith fans at home. We'll get them there. Penrith one to twelve. Clearing man of the match performance. Come come into his own into the finals. Prove himself a bit. But you know what? I still wouldn't be surprised if the Roosters got it done because they're the they are the Roosters. So. But Penner of 12 Now you know who
0: they've teed up this week They've kept him fresh all year They've given him a week off last week Their whole goal year is not having out do much really, um, They've yeah. had Kikau fresh for this We saw the edges torn apart last week This is now uh, I'm gonna, I'll i throw that to you each game here But uh, this is now kick our, uh teed up To really tear these blokes apart If they can get the, the wrestle here and really put a show on against some old outside backs here. And I, uh, The question I that's
2: here... That's Luos side as well. Yeah, yeah and so the question here
0: is, um, I'm going to ask this for each match. So we're going to do our margins, first try, mm-hmm. uh, man of the match. But
2: also, who is this a big game for? <laughs> Barney, who do you think? Um, we're Hargraves. Yeah. It was one of his better games last week, and he's going to need to continue, uh, continue again with this one. He gets Takiyahu back, which helps, but um, Tamo and Fisher Harris have just been coming all year. And um, as you said, you got Viliami on that left edge as well, with uh, running off him, uh, with him running off Luai. I expect um, the Penriff, I expect Panthers to win one to twelve, maybe even push it out to thirteen plus if if they do get that roll on through the middle. Um, I've got man of the match, um, Api Corasau. I think he's going to get a little bit of extra space and start. Um, just setting up their attack, getting yeah. those really good meters and start busting it open that in was the middle. The clear standout other
0: thing here is no uh, friend. Yes. Appy... And he can does really so much work,
2: friend, in the middle. In Absolutely. Defense,
0: even if he's not. So now they've been torn to apart. The, exact... the edges last week. They're
2: coming. you with losing the leader Stuck, through the yep. middle. And um, Penrith have put on the um, the ambush the last couple of, last two weeks. They've gone straight to the edges. I expect them to come back through the middle this week for the yep. first twenty to thirty minutes. Yep. And um, I'm going to give the first try to uh, to on the right hand side. I think they'll go. They'll push to the left and then start to break them and then go back the other way. This could be the. Main Massive bubble burst here.
0: I think if they really win the wrestle, uh, win, fucking DWH win, wins the wrestle in the middle. They start dominating the edges. Uh, the last twenty could be a blowout because there'll be old legs. There'll be similar style to last week, and maybe we're gonna learn a lot because roosters could step up and well, that extra two hundred tackles got to hurt. Yeah, and this could be where t- three years of effort finally crashes down. Uh, my my uh, big week for is Dylan Edwards. He has been a hot player the last uh, I guess 10, 15 rounds. They're now coming to semi final. A couple little yips there two weeks back. I thought he was a little bit. There's a couple little concerns where he dropped a couple of sitters. And this is if he really stamps here, he becomes a premier first grade. Top level fullback, if he or he could cost him the game if he fucks up. But um, he, I think he's really got a, up for a big game this week. It's a lot of pivots on him. Uh, but otherwise, like I, I'm reading this as a big kick out play here. Fresh for this wrecking ball this week, and then cruise for another week off wrecking ball. Two weeks into the GF. <laughs> Any thoughts to add, or we move on?
1: We can move on. I think.
0: Oh, and I know better, for the record, say Penrith. I'm going to say 1-12 to 12 out of respect, but suspect of the late blowout. Man of the match will be Luai and first try scorer. Uh, a little, just a little pop-up ball from uh, kick out to Crichton.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's head to the Saturday night where everything gets a lot less interesting for a little bit here. Uh, the Raiders. <coughs> off their reserve grade win against Cronulla. Now come to this team with uh, Cronulla Kennedy, Katoa, Dugan, Ramian, Mulitano, Tracy, back Hamlin, Yuali, Braley, Woods, Nakora, Graham, Rudolph, Talakai under the bench, for feeder, and there's your man Jack Williams. Mm. Up against uh, Nicolcockstag, Valimi, Croker, Rapana, Kotrick, Whiten, Williams, Papali, Starling, Dynamus Louis, Bateman, Whitehead, Tapane Havili, Asoliola, Hudson, Young, and Career, and uh, Hawira Naira. Uh, obviously,
2: all the guns are back. Barney, you can go first here. Yeah. I'd like to play this game on paper, to be honest, because on paper they match up pretty good. (laughs) The Sharks go alright right on paper. Um, But on the field, they don't go anywhere near as good. Um, As for your question, this is a big match for Chad Townsend. Um, If... If he controls the game and actually gives Sharks decent field position, they're half a chance, but realistically, they're not a chance. Um, Todd's uh, Starling dominated the attack last week without Williams and Whiten, and with the inclusion of those two, I wouldn't be surprised if the back end of this game, they just run rampant and just run all over the Sharks.
1: Uh, Canberra 13 plus, and I have to go Chad Townsend for the big match as well. If 2019 Chad Townsend shows up, Cronulla are a chance. But that's, as you said, it's a very big if. And you know what? Looking at Townsend's season, yes, he spent some time out injured, but arguably if they lose this game and he doesn't have a good game, you could almost pin it on him costing them the season with that hit on Ponga because he's such an influential player to the side. Obviously, Johnson has been the man. These are the point. He, but. He, he has been the man this year, but if you know with Johnson, Johnson getting injured a couple of weeks ago, if you've had towns, you have towns in there. They arguably win last week at least letting them down in that sense where they really, they've really they needed him the past few weeks. So now is where he needs to give back and give them the best chance possible to win. If he has a bad game, that will reflect terribly on him.
2: Yeah. Well, the only chance they've got is to get good field position and he's the bloke who's going to give it to them. So. Uh, uh, You're yeah, 100% right. So I'm just going go outside the box. I'm going to say big game for Tom
0: Starling just because he can really stand himself as... A elite hooker here. Uh, yeah, they that control this awesome, game. Awesome, he should have. They should have full control. They should have um, facility for him to do what he wants, and he can really make a name for himself here.
1: This is a very big outside the box thing, and I don't think it will happen. But to give him that f- first grade game time 80 minutes a week he could be the Harry green of 2021 if Canberra for some reason decided to loan him out for a year have severely come off the bench for Hodgson wherever starling enters. I, I don't think they would but I don't think they would to be scared to they'd be crazy they, they to could do be it. the those parallels even with Corey Allen who I was talking about before getting him out on loan for a year somewhere but they could um, they could potentially
0: like if he if he's on fire here he almost it's almost making Hodgson come back and earn his spot back. <laughs> if, if he, he's
1: in England international. He's been so influential for the Raiders. I know. Get, I know he he, I know. Will, he will get that. I know what, what you mean. He's guaranteed
0: a bed spot. He's the new
2: cheese, basically. But if the reserve grade comes back. Without the ability to play wherever he wants to go. If yeah. reserve grade comes back, I'd be very surprised if many teams start loaning out players. Yeah. They'd be it, better I, I just think. Just to it, push them back into their systems, keep them within their own systems, yeah. and then build from there. Well, I think
0: that the, the no. fears will start coming of Harry Grant because all of a sudden now everyone. But they,
1: the, the thing is too why why loans might work with reserve grade is that a player who isn't breaking into first grade because of depth but he's playing really well in reserve grade and is getting a bit fed up. I, I, I loved it for deal. the
0: Warriors because look, look, Hetherington got to make a name for himself on a lesser level. George uh, had quite and
2: good, and Jennings was
0: good. Alvaro so. was fine, but we know what Alvaro brings to the table. <laughs> um, it, yeah. it 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 help them out. It can help teams out. It can, uh, but eventually, which teams are more proactive in doing
2: it? Raiders thirteen plus. Uh, White and man of the match and Bateman first try. Yeah, we didn't even talk about them. But yes, it that's
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, White and man of the match. Let's go Croker first try. And yeah, th- I think thirteen plus is the order of the day there. Head to this Saturday. Main event Second place Storm against The Parramatta Eels And uh, let's look Down the card Here team. Pappenhausen Browns Vunavalu apparently. Brenko Olam Adokar, Munster Hughes Bromwich Smith Welsh Kafusi Bromwich uh, Nelson Asofa Solomona The cheese On the bench Tino Eisenhuth And Nico Hines At 17 Is an interesting One but that's That's cool It's not bad Bringing back To a bloke so. yeah uh, Gutho, Sivo, Jennings, uh, Waka Blake, Ferguson, Brown, Moses, Campbell Gillard, Mahani, Paulo, Sean Lane, Madison, Brown, Will Smith, uh, Davy, Kane Evans, and Nakora. Actually end of the day, they've scraped back to full strength here, Para. Pretty close to it, yep. Yeah. Uh who wants to go first, Dolly?
1: Sure. Uh, I'm gonna say Melbourne, ten to fourteen. I don't think it'll be an absolute flogging, but I feel like they will win it easily. Someone who has to step up, though, and he hasn't for a while. He is the up-and-down king, Mitch Moses. If Parramatta are going to win this one, he needs to be on. He needs to be on on. You look at the past couple of finals where Parramatta have gone up against Melbourne, where they got eliminated last year, and then 2017, they arguably should have won that game, but Moses was not on for the whole game, and they needed him to be. He needs to be on here if Parramatta are going to be any chance, uh, because you know guys like Gutho and Junior Paulo will show up. Dylan Brown, he's coming back from injury. He he will be carrying an injury, but he he will give his all, but uh, that's another reason why Moses has to be on because Brown is carrying an injury, um, yeah. Mo- it, it just has to be Mitch Moses. No it has to time.
2: be. Yep. Um, my matchups actually Sivo and Vunivalu because I'm pretty sure Bellamy would have worked out that you would keep turning Sivo around and start giving him a bit of um, trouble getting out of his own end. He doesn't really like to nah. continue running <laughs> straight it was in, at
1: people. It was in that semi-final last year where Sivo was finally worked out. Melbourne worked out Sivo and he had a crap game in that semi last year. Why? Because Arthur had told him to get the ball and just run and score and that's all he'd been taught. So Melbourne were the first time to really... Ex- team to really exploit that and it was in that semi-final and since then Sivo's just not quite been
2: the same. And he's not great in the air and v- Vunavalu oh, is, yeah. so I expect them to either kick in behind and turn him around or bomb to him all night. I think Sivo's going to get an absolute working over on that on that edge. Yeah, I'm backing tears in the eye
0: He doesn't mind little little... Uh little cry, and I'm thinking he's about to um, have a also rough...
2: Also, big game for RCG. Um, he's been very quiet over the last six to eight weeks, yeah. and um, if he's going to... Obviously, he's been a, a shit-ton better than what he was at Penrith. He has dropped off a little bit, but it, this is the game for him to stamp his name, and they're going to absolutely need him if they're going to even get close in this game. I've got Melbourne... Uh, Oh, we'll go thirteen plus. Uh, first try scorer Pappenhausen and, and Munster man of the match. I'm gonna
0: just say, I'm just Big game, Jerome Hughes, uh, and only because you've stolen him out of the Thunder. Uh, <laughs> but he is here to. If they play really well, he can be the the standout we're not looking for here, and really stamp. him. I know he's a Kiwi international, but he can stamp himself as an elite level. Representative play almost here. I think this is a space job. I think uh, everything's going to be on show. I think the Ford's going to pack it in in about the twenty fifth minute. Yeah. We won't see Moses, so that won't matter. Dylan Brown will try very hard. Mahani will try very hard. They know that. They know the game plans. I just can't get out of mind the image when um, the para team beat him. What was it, fourteen nil, and against their reserve grade? And Bellamy just picked up his book and he looked at, looked out the window and just sort of went, "No, oh, cool. See you soon." It was, four, <laughs> it it was, it was 14-0. just like a shrug of the shoulders, and oh. you went, "Oh."
1: It was 14-0 at yeah. time as well, wasn't it? Yeah, and they didn't
0: score probably in the second half. I think they know what they bring. This this Melbourne Storm team, this could be one of those ones that could be a, a blowout late where Melbourne Storm get their little bit of uh, Cameron Smith taking the piss on late. Last year, goes, off. Oh, watch this boy. I'll just put this bloke to shame. Kick over the top, sort of grubbers, and you have a lot of out car support play. Points could blow out real quick here, and uh, I'm going to go uh, Melbourne 13-plus. Matt, we'll go man of the match, Cam Smith, and uh, first triado car. And let's wrap up with uh, potentially another space job here. Souths and Knights on a Sunday afternoon. Might be the lowest rated uh, finals game in NRL history. Uh, Souths at home, Corey Allen, Johnson, uh, Campbell Graham, Tangay Guy, Paulo, Walker, Reynolds, Tatola, Cook, Burgess, Sua, Sierra, Murray, Nichols, Knight, Cartwright, and uh, Kolomatungi on the bench. Masters, 18th man. Knights, Ponga, Lee, Tuala, Best, Hunt, Lino, Pierce, Clamark Mayan, Saifidi, Gibbons, Guerra, Barnett, Randall, Saifidi, SASA, Matauta, uh, Yeah, Matayuta. Matayuta, yeah. Um.
2: Knight's almost back to full strength.
0: They are, in fact... Without Watson there? Only missing Connor Watson and um, one of the hookers. Pretty close. All of the hookers are missing there. Don't think it matters. I think we see a similar thing as last week where this will be a rampant Cody Walker. I think he's red hot form, tail up. Uh, Alan sniffing around. This this is 13 plus. This is um, a statement again that, uh, hey, we're coming for you. Who are they playing if they win this? Para 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 They're, para. They're yeah. not first in Melbourne um, Statement against Para as well This will be uh, A similar story last week I'm thinking 20 plus Cody Walker Man of the match First try uh, AJ With his ta- Oh Now let's go Campbell Graham Just for the sake of saying something different A big week for Mitchell Pearce For all the obvious reasons Of course
1: Yeah so- Mitchell Pearce as well. Mitchell Pearce usually, at least over the past couple of years, has been absolutely terrible for a time. Had a purple patch, where he ends up getting picked for Origin, and then is terrible. He's been pretty bad all year, so maybe this is where the purple patch it's comes time in. pick for Origin. Yeah, I was thinking maybe this is the the purple patch. <laughs> I'm um, dubious. No, uh, Pearce does have to step up because Ponga will be up for it will be up for it Pierce needs to be up for it too he's the only one I'm not convinced about I'm going to say Rabbitohs 13 plus which I think is the common prediction so I'll add on to it I think Souths will beat Newcastle by a bigger margin than Canberra will beat Cronulla. Newcastle have just been terrible and Souths have been amazing as of late and oh, no, I agree with that I actually sorry. I don't
0: I don't envisage um, the Souths thing being a decimation as such. It is, it'll be an outclassing thing, but not a decimation. The other two are decimations, which is isn't it a sad? Pardon me, isn't it a sad thing when three of the four games? I think I have even looked at the markets. What thirteen plus favourite?
2: To be honest, That's if I was way, going yeah. to tip an upset, I'd tip an upset in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, Newcastle exactly the same. Just as pull their pants down. The only way that they're going to win this game is if they dominate in the forwards. And they've got the forwards to do it, but yeah. they haven't done it recently. Um, but you got Siafidi and Clemmer, two New South Wales props. Um, they've got the platform there to be able to do it. And Pierce only ever plays when his forwards are on a roll. Um, if they can dominate the south pack, and as was, it's been the question. Of the same, it's been the question I've had for the entire season is South's forward pack. Um, they've matched it uh, recently, but. Obviously, every second game, they seem to have an up and down. They're, they're the yo-yo. Like, one week, they win by 20, they lose by 30. Um, if if their back line clicks, Rabbitohs win and win very, very well with fucking one foot in the air. But I can see the Knights dragging them down, making it an ugly game of football and trying to win it through the middle. He's and um, they've got the X Factor on the back of it, Ponga. Obviously, he was pretty bad last week, but he's he's... Can do it if he gets time and space, he can put on. Here's points, a question so. for you both. Um,
0: at Robo's press conference last week, like he almost blamed himself, he basically said, Well, I fucked this week up, didn't I? Um, he, which is a clever thing to do, took all accountability, and everything else. Is Adam O'Brien the sort of coach that can turn around a game like that? Being so passionate, obviously comes with passion, seems quite intense. Is he the guy to turn around a game like that? And we know what Bennett Bennett is. No, the he,
2: players that have to do it.
0: It's um. And you now have done this week. He would have probably just sat back and pulled his deck chair out and just let him have a run around and not even worried. Um, but.
2: John Morris did exactly the same thing. Came out and said, "Oh, fucking, you know, it's not our fault. We haven't beat anyone in the top eight. We can, but oh, we haven't done it yet. But who knows?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. same, same shit with the the Knights nice coach. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, they will both. Lesser like convincing. At their absolute best, yes, they might scrape a win and then get beaten the week after, but I'm still going rabidos. Um oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying. Oh, it was more as a negative. Like, O'Brien's not the guy to turn it around. Yeah, yeah um, no, he it, was John it, Morris. Whereas
0: Robbo you, you, Robbo, you could see the wheels turning already going, oh, well, I fucked up these sort of things. This is what I'll fix. Whereas these two, they're just oh, – Morris was basically like – he was just like, oh, we'll get a game next week. Yeah, that's, that's cool. basically uh, what it was. Uh, I'll a yeah, game next yeah, week. Was, um, and Omar O'Brien was, was pretty much the same. Yeah, like, um,
2: um, as but as actually,
0: said, in fairness to O'Brien, he's, when he's on the 360s of the world, he's quite honest about it. He goes, look, we're not – them, but you know we try
2: hard. As I said, if I was going to he tip an upset, ahead. I'd tip this as an upset, but yeah. I'm not going. I can, to. I can see why. Um, I do actually. one to twelve. I think just only because it's finals football and it's going to get messy, and you're not going to be able to play that pretty football that Souths do. They'll find a way. They'll leave a jam or they'll slide and they'll um, they'll try and nullify Walker as best as they can. And without Walker, there's um, it goes back to Reynolds and. <laughs> but that said, don't we get again, a lot of... So you might, you're might a
0: better historian than me. Don't we get a lot of blowouts in these prelim finals? We tend, the, we tend the to... First, the first, yes, week. first week, we tend to get...
1: Um, there's usually at least one. A couple of... Obviously, last week. Not necessarily 50, but usually... I think there is usually one the Dragons over Brisbane the week yeah. before. It is usually the it, the sixth versus seventh or the fifth versus eighth. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Always the long um, games. Yeah. It,
1: it's always one of those. It's just which, I guess, whichever team shows up hungrier would the more. It, it's that mentality when you're in those elimination games. Some players, I I wouldn't be surprised if there are some Newcastle or Cronulla players who they won't say it, but they're feeling we're no we're, no we're done yeah. we'll, we'll, they'll show up and they'll have a go but they think we're not winning this so
2: it, it, it finals depends. are one on one on attitude and commitment and yeah um, I, I don't expect the, the teams that are below the other team to win any of them uh, as we've gone yeah. through I expect Penrith to win I expect the Raiders Storm and the Rabbits to win but if I was going to tip an upset it'd be Newcastle
0: alright final word um, are we all down to Penrith Melbourne bandwagon
1: GF-wise? I'm sticking with the Roosters. I've stuck with them all year. Just I feel like Penrith beat them this week, but I feel like grand final day, I think the Roosters can get the job done. Okay, But uh, Penrith and Storm are pretty much no.
2: with them. I think um, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Storm just because they've got uh, their absolute professionals in the forward pack and that forward pack will turn up 95% of the time. And if they do that, they've got more than enough strike with Smith, Munster, Jerome Hughes, Pappenhausen's an absolute jet. You've got Otto Carr and Nico Hines that are a couple of the quickest blokes yep. in the competition. Tino yeah, ready good, to good quick ball. be some limited minute wrecking ball there.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, just quickly, yeah. I'll get a prediction from my better half over here. He's winning the grand final. You've been sitting here all night. I
3: don't
0: know. Uh, cool. Um, Amazing stuff. That's right. We usually have someone sitting here as well that says the same thing. So that's all right. Um, Big shout out to our boneless boxers, but um <laughs> Oh, very quickly how the disaster class finish up? We're wrapping up for this year, I believe, Barney. You've yeah, made well, the we, decision. We but... missed
2: last week. We um oh, we, did, we finished. We put no, our yeah. bets in, but we didn't actually <laughs> All right. didn't broadcast. So this them. is ten bucks a week so, for twenty weeks. Yeah, ten bucks a week for twenty weeks. Daggy ended up with minus two dollars at the end <laughs> of the season. I've ended up with my uh, with positive thirty five. dollars Ollie's ended up with minus fifty five. Poor bugger jumped in at the end of the year, and um, Damo and Trev only had bits and pieces here and there, but they all ended up in the negative. We'll end up hopefully, we'll give you some good tips one day, but ah, we're just getting a that. feel for it. That's all right. <laughs> um, thank you guys. Hopefully, I've salvaged
0: enough of this to make it uh worthwhile to everyone, but um. Thank you guys for coming down. Looking forward to analysing a big week of finals footy. Subscribe to um, us on oh, wait, I haven't started yet. Impressive. Subscribe to us on Facebook, uh, Spotify, y- not YouTube. There is a YouTube channel, but not yet. Uh, what else do we do? iTunes and Twitter. And give us some feedback. Let us know in we you We'll keep building. Do what we do. Uh, good job, boys. We'll uh, do it all again in uh, seven days' time. Beautiful. Catch you then.